Material Components Episode 91 Grawl Bash Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for not quitting the podcast after all of our constant shenanigans. (laughs) I don't have that many shenanigans. I really don't. I've tried yeah. to keep those to a minimum. I'm literally about to have. Okay. <laughs> well, I never pull sure. anything, anything I'll ridiculous. Let, I'll let your actions speak for themselves. Anyway, yeah. That's fine. Uh, who are we? I don't know about you guys, but I am Olivia. And I'm playing Tirza, Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I'm playing Cherished Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Uh, this week, I will be Michael, and I will be playing Sid Emberlight Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. And Master of Ceremonies. <laughs> <laughs> There's a baton and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, DJ Grawltho is in the house. <laughs> yes, of course. Because uh, before we begin today's session, I, of course, have to ask the question I ask Every time, and that is, do you remember what happened last time? We did a whoopsie. died. (laughs) (laughs) I heard two things there that were technically the same thing, but also different. Uh I I think Lisman described it best. We did a whoopsie. (laughs) (laughs) We may have killed our cleric or our our, our, uh, tiefling. Good lord. I feel like a big chunk of that blame lands on someone in particular. Like, hey, hey, I don't know, now. like, say, like, I don't know, some sort of critical, like, moment. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Olivia, can there you were, fill us in? You might know better than me. There there was failure on all levels. I think I think most of us can can take at least some sort of blame. Uh, I did nothing obvi- wrong. <laughs> uh, obviously, Elliot did the most wrong by rolling a one, and obviously, <laughs> you can control that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have total control over that. None, none, none of us made choices except for Elliot, and Elliot's was the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what yes. Elliot Here, chose yeah. to do was not lie about that botch. <laughs> Um, Which, yes, it was matter like, respect. Matter yeah. respect. it got to a point of you know, like right my it was gonna admit like fucking bullet time. Like it got to them like milliseconds where like my facial expression, like I couldn't I couldn't lie about it, like it was it had held too long. <laughs> you <laughs> watched also... your soul leave your body as mm. it happened. Yeah, yeah you can't. You also looked at it and then immediately looked away and like weren't looking at it. <laughs> And then had to check it again. Uh, yes, of uh. course, we are talking about the death of one Cherish Iron Strike. Unfortunate though it may be, I do need to ask, what led up to the death of your favorite tiefling sorcerer? Oh, Cherish Iron Strike. She was right. Yes, Cherish was in fact the problem when the mm-hmm. murder of Cherish was concerned. Mm-hmm. So it's just Cherish is all the way down. 
It There's really was. We were, we were trying to kill Cherish, and unfortunately mm -hmm. in doing so, we killed Cherish. Yeah. Correct. You hate it's to see it. It's important to note which Cherish, though. Right Cherish or left Cherish? Right. Because the right Cherish was not the right Cherish. The right Cherish was the wrong Cherish, and the left Cherish <laughs> was the right Cherish. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, audio listeners. Needless nah, to take say... That. There were more than one Cherish Iron Strike <laughs> running about in last session. Specifically, and what's on the somewhat morally dubious version of Cherish that you had heard tell had been wandering around the battlefront in and around Fort Verge. And Not then me. <laughs> and then also. Or no, and then the evil Cherish. <laughs> so I'm also Aww. the morally dubious yeah. one. It's just differing degrees of, yeah. Fine. One of them broke up with Jet, and one of this them didn't. This is true. Oh. Her greatest crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to say my fun line, though. I forgot of, you preemptively broke up with my almost boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> now you die. But leastways, you used some clever applications of the sending spell to determine which was the false cherish. And in doing so, you triggered a combat scenario, uh, albeit one that was slightly mm, complicated by the fact Ooh. that any damage dealt to the false cherish seemed to bleed over, quite literally, into your very own cherish. As well not as that stealing. complicated for me. So. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> if there's one it's thing we can say about dry. Tears of Cloakbearer is that she is a paladin of straight lines, and mm. when that line leads to smiting, then uh, mm -hmm. it gets all the shorter. Yep. <laughs> and yes, when a paladin lands a critical hit on a damage-splitting evil twin of a party member... Well, certain things and certain realities need to be accepted, <laughs> specifically mm -hmm. that your own party members need to go down, especially after the enemy doesn't. Tears of smash. <laughs> yep. And then there was the very unfortunate sequence of events at the very end of that <laughs> combat encounter in which Bad Cherish... Hits me with a sleet storm, I believe. Yes, apparently oh, yeah. this Cherish was a uh, practitioner of frozen ice magic. Mm. Weird. Mm. Um, I go down. Other Cherish gets hit with arrow in neck. I fail one. <laughs> Death saving throw automatically. And then... There is a pause on reviving me, and I roll that beautiful bean footage, <laughs> and it's a critical failure. <laughs> yes, upon bye bye. waiting momentarily <laughs> for her companions to tie up the evil Cherish, uh, Tirza lost that critical moment in which a critical failure was rolled, and Cherish Ironstrike slipped from this mortal coil. Now, some important details that should probably be observed in the passing of Cherish Ironstrike. First and foremost, the body did not burst into flame. 
No, mm-hmm. which was interesting. And neither yeah. did the body of the false Cherish. Which we did kind of just leave. It it's is sort of just sitting out. Just tied up in the middle of the yes. camp. Yes, yes. We're a little preoccupied. Yeah. We will address this shortly, I am sure. Yeah. <laughs> but leastways, when Cherish Ironstrike died, and the party scrambled to try to find some method by which they could bring her back. It had been done before, after all. Within the confines of the Jarashir faith, apparently there are spaces and rituals in which to bring someone back from the dead. But, uh... There was at least a space of time in which Cherish Ironstrike was not present, as it were. But she wasn't exactly gone. She's here, but she's not here. She's here, she's not here. It's complicated. It's complicated. Hey, it's complicated. It was complicated. <laughs> Made all the more complicated <laughs> by... hell! <laughs> <laughs> your sudden appearance in Kenya. Or where you presume to be Kenya. All signs point to Kenya. All signs point to Kenya. It's cold. I mean, it didn't feel cold, but like there's snow, there's ice, there's a big fucking castle with two statues of my stupid dad out front of it. <laughs> All true facts. You didn't even want to say hi. No, he didn't. And no one even made me go inside, which was the weird thing. <laughs> to be fair, you weren't there for very long. That's true. And you were busy having a conversation with your former familiar. With my weird uncle Asmodeus. <laughs> Maybe that's imagining, why he didn't come outside. I was just about to say, I'm imagining Mephistopheles like sticking his little head out the window and being like, oh no, I'm waiting. Is <laughs> <laughs> he like doing that one little thing? What the fuck thing is he doing here? The, like peeking through the blinds. It's like one eye enough. visible. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> I've told him once, I've told him a thousand times, not on my lawn. <laughs> I stay on the, the path. path, stay on the path, come on. The sign clearly states no soliciting. I mean, <laughs> what, how Asmodeus, more clear do I have to make it? Asmodeus gets drunk and rolls up and is like, come out here and fight me! <laughs> fuck you! Like on a weekly basis. <laughs> uh, but yes, Cherish, at least for a little while, found herself in on the gates of Mephistar, the fortress of Mephistopheles, Lord of Cania, chief rival, rival, of Asmodeus. Rival, <laughs> rival in air quotes. Some, if anyone's showing up on someone's lawn drunk yelling to fight them, it's him. <laughs> There's definitely a, a, a seemingly one-way consideration of arch nemeses when it comes to Mephistopheles to Asmodeus. Would punk-ass kid work as a title? They are of an age appropriateness, but it's more just like Mephistopheles considers himself to be the arch nemesis and the the grand uh, opponent of Asmodeus and Asmodeus is just more like oh, him? (laughs) Yeah, see, I'm imagining more like the Thanos. I was just thinking that, yeah. I don't even know who you are. (laughs) Yeah, like, wait, is he still here? Oh, Oh, shit. Goes back to the infernal newspaper. (laughs) Could have sworn he got overthrown by that Duke fellow. Hmm. 
him. <laughs> so very uh, Dwight to Jim kind of relationship they've got. Uh, mm. But leastways. <laughs> Stop Lee's voice. Beats. Bears. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Baylor. <laughs> Sorry. This is a good podcast. It's true. I enjoy it. Mostly, I just need to see Dwight Schrute painted up in bruised purple as <laughs> Mephistopheles now. <laughs> he is the ass man, but leastways, <laughs> you did not stay there long, though you did have a, a, a somewhat illuminating conversation with Asmodeus. Uh, do you remember some of the, the highlights? Um, Highlights included him... <laughs> giving me uh, travel advice uh, for the Nine Hells. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And <laughs> I mean, we talked about like serious stuff like, you know, philosophy and shit. And then he pulled out a goddamn pocket watch. <laughs> why is that so weird? Who? Why? Hmm. Everyone well, has one, apparently. Everybody has one, of course, Asmodeus has one, but also, why does he have one? <laughs> so that Grawl could be the last person in the valley to not have one. In the multiverse, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably it, honestly. If I had to think about it, I had, had to think about it. I'm just not allowed in the club, no matter how many accolades I acquire. I just, nope, you can't have one. But yes, you were given some advice about where you might find acceptance within the realms of Bator. Apparently, Maman is a hoot. I'm sure. According to Asmodeus. According to yeah. Asmodeus. You were also told you might find some familiar faces on the plains of Avernus. Who knows? Who knows? Honestly, if these... Uh... Yahoo's hadn't actually figured it out. That is probably where I would have gone somehow. Leastways, you also got some confirmation about who may or may not be in the fortress city of Mephistar. The idea that Asmodeus knows about your mother definitely came up. Yep. And. Then you found your way back, though not without the help of your friends, which is apparently the key difference between you and your father. This is true. He is alone. But what was it that brought young Cherish back to the material plane, back to the presence of her friends? It might be slightly important. Mm. Yeah, Elliot, you, you said if these yahoos hadn't figured it out, did we figure anything out? No, yeah, a kid Benoni, dropped a statue in front of us. Yeah, yeah Benoni, the real MVP, was like, I think I'm gonna throw this on the ground. We were gonna start, we were gonna go on a side I'm, quest. This is true. That side quest is still gonna happen after Halloween. Right, of course. We don't let death slow us down. But yes, Benoni Rightseeker, one of the auger bearers of the Jarashir, the last to be bonded with his auger, who had been bonded to a small statuette depicting the gods in triplicate, 
had, like an adult, thrown it on the ground. And after Welcome it... Welcome to the real world. <laughs> and after it shattered, revealing a glimmering rainbow-colored egg within, the egg apparently was ready to hatch. And in doing so, the mere birthing of this creature brought one Cherish Iron Strike back from the depths of hell. Might say something about this particular creature. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but I'm not complaining. Ooh, ooh, touch me next. Touch me next. Do it. Do it. But Talk yes, the scroll the... shows up in hell. No, not the quaddle <laughs> to, to touch me. I want superpowers. Last we left off, Tirza had approached as the rest of the Jarashir stood by in stunned silence. Some of the other auger bearers close by, including Sedna the Scaled and Varsha Ironheart, stood aghast at the shattered remnants of the auger that lay on the ground. Now soaked in rain, the rain having been conjured by the, the pain and anguish and power wielded by the cloak bearer. And you saw the tiny form of a baby quattle coming out of that broken egg. And it had said to you, Hello, Chan. Long time no see. Man. Who's, the... No, uh... <laughs> Who's the nearest uh, 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 auger bearer to me now? Uh, that would definitely be... be Varsha, uh, as Great. she was nearby supporting Cherish. I grab their auger and throw it on the ground. Let's start making some eggs. She is no. wearing a breastplate. No, you pick her up and chuck her on just, the ground. Just chuck she her on the ground. Yeah. Into a bunch of eggs. Like a <laughs> large-scale pinata. Okay. No, I, I don't do that. The Jarashir are stunned and silent. There are members of the Guardian Guilds nearby. Some of them uh, attracted by the shouting that had been occurring just moments before. There are people of all sort being drawn to the thunderous sounds that happened mere moments ago in your battle with the False Cherish. Did we already take Cherish back to, like, a tent for resting? No, no I kind of wanted to pick up in Meteor Race, as it were, and figure out where all of your destinations were. There was definitely talk of bringing Cherish back to the tent. Yeah. I Cherish, why, why don't I, I take you back? Uh, Tirza, clearly a conversation is about to happen. Good luck! Um, and then I... <laughs> Tirza just made, like, eyes go big, and the, like, how... It's the top ten anime betrayals music <laughs> plays. Just like, ah. <laughs> wow I'll I'll put a hand on Camion's shoulder before Sid kind of leads me off and be like 
Um, someone should probably take care of the dead body that looks exactly like me, mm. tied up in the rain. And Camin uh, will definitely nod and turn, but even as you both look back, you see Valor picking up her body. Oh, good. Still there. That's strange. Good. A little bit, though. Um, yeah, good thing you... Uh, Good thing your uh, body didn't burst into flames. Yeah. I think maybe it only had, and like Cherish is like theorizing as Sid's leading her back to the tent. Like it only happens to. Maybe it's a specific pact that needs to be made. Yeah. Tirza, meanwhile, has turned back from the swift exit of some of my companions and um like uh points to herself and says me or, or i mean not me obviously but he can't like talk I- i'm sure he says hello but does Sadagar have a reaction to any of this? <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah, Sadagar is full of boundless excitement. And there is a sense of familiarity and of wonder. And a, a, a tired, wispy voice near your ear will exclaim, He did it! The fool, he did it. So it's 100% opening up your first gaming console on Christmas. Just opened a present. There was a beautiful thing inside. You're super familiar with what it is, and you wanted it so bad, you just didn't know it. PlayStation 2. Varsha Uh from nearby will look at you, Tirza, and say, who are you talking to? The little... The bottle said hello. So I was saying hi back. And she will kind of walk forward and look down, and it seems like she's just seeing the egg and what's inside for the first time, because Benoni's body was shielding it. She was more focused on the shattered remains of the statuette on the ground. Okay, boom. Oh yeah, we're past that. <laughs> um. So when you say Quaddle, she's like wide-eyed, gonna lean over her charge, and she's gonna get down really quick and try to help Benoni up, and he's just ragdolled right now. Yeah, I will I will also sort of pull him up and, like, also um, kind of just, like, make sure he doesn't drop the egg as he the as is pulling him to the feet. kind of crumbles as you touch it, and the little winged snake will curl up and around and latch itself on to Benoni's shoulder. Even newly born, it moves with a sinuous grace and is probably about two and a half feet long at this point. Big. 
I mean, the quaddle you saw in the abyss was an easy 50 feet long. No, but for like, a, just for like a bait, like a baby. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> How big was um, that statue that Benoni was carrying around? Like football, rugby ball sized. Okay. It was always an awkward, cumbersome thing that he always had to like tuck under an arm and carry around and. Yeah, Heisman around with it. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say when we recruit for uh, for the the Valley football team, picking Benoni. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. <laughs> uh, but Benoni is barely standing under his own power. Uh, the shimmering light of the Coatl is now shining, and there are so many Jarish here who are immediately taking their to their knees. And like going down in supplication around you. So many miracles in such little time. They know it's like stressful. Um. Many of them are whispering prayers to Andron Jinyi. That makes sense. Uh... Before too long, but the only I... people left standing are Guardian Guild members. Benoni, Varsha, yourself, and Sedna the Scaled isn't standing, but is upright on not, snake body. Is not supplicating, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, does the, the Quaddle say anything else, or is it just snuggling on Benoni's shoulder? Its eyes are closed. It appears to be asleep. Um... God, Benoni, I know this is your, like, divine favor, but I'm taking this quaddle with me. I love it. Um. Uh, okay, I, um, I will kind of turn, uh, or I'll ask Varsha if she, you know, has Benoni handled. I'm assuming she does and, and doesn't need my help. Um, She's basically just carrying the boy. He's stumbling along underneath one of her shoulders, but yeah, she's got him. um, And she's leading him towards the temple. um, I will actually, like, turn uh, kind of away from them and, like, lowly to Sadagar. um, Will say um, Is that, um, is that him, the, the man I saw in my vision? Is it like a reincarnation or? There is a ringing of affirmative. Was this Then also like a slight negative. Okay. Probably for the reincarnation part, I assume. Um, Was this the plan for all of you? Uh, Uncertainty. Okay. Um, I know it's hard to answer, but... um, Why?
there is a feeling radiating from the cloak of thoughtful contemplation followed by a, a, a sensation that feels very much like aha as though you've remembered something suddenly and then a feeling of fierce determination at like protecting something the feeling you get when you interpose your shield between a foe and one of your allies Mm -hmm. and you think it's indicating to protect some kind of memory Mm. or Mm -hmm. knowledge or something yeah guess that's the next the next mystery to solve is what what the conclave was doing and I'm I'm gonna go follow Sid and Cherish I think okay you'll notice that basically everyone else followed them except for I mean I don't know what Grawl did I mean, Grawl's been here waiting the entire time. Okay. Like, so Grawl, thanks for waiting for me. <laughs> Grawl and um, Judah waited for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I will actually like I said that as a joke, but Tears of Will actually be like, thank, thank you. Uh, we should should all probably go check on Cherish, though. Um, and then, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, Judah, do you, do you think the miracle is going to get people more pumped, or is, is the party not going to oh be everyone's like, number one concern right now? Just curious. I've never been very big on parties, Grawl, so I'm not sure. All right. Okay, Generally, well. people get more excited when there's a miracle, though, so... Uh. Okay, okay, this is good. This is good. Yeah, we should probably go check. Yes. Checking I mean, on chair should probably be for the best. I mean... It's going to be a great night. Just make, make sure that Benoni and I are there. We're, like, the two current miracle workers... You know that party is going to be full of Jarashir. I mean, the majority of the people who are still here are here. Are, yeah, I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know. This party might get crazy. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it's going to be insane! It's going to be wonderful. And even as you're walking back to the tent, you all begin to notice that the rain is letting up. the The clouds are beginning to disperse with a weird sort of fast-forwarding motion of the clouds just almost disappearing into themselves. Whatever magic conjured them having dissipated. Really fast. I've been meaning to do this for almost 90 episodes. Uh, can I cast Druidcraft while the this, like, storm that I created is happening? Does it mm-hmm. do anything different? Yes. 
I've been waiting almost 90 episodes for you to do this. Yeah. I literally think about it every time and then I don't do it. Um, yeah. What happens? Normally Druidcraft will, and this is a power of Sadagars, will mm-hmm. display some sort of visual representation on the cloak of what the weather's going to turn is. Little mosaics of sunshine or rain or snow. When you do it right now, beneath the storm clouds that were conjured from your power, it looks as though a rolling series of cumulus clouds with what appears to be some kind of helix running through it. Or that's what you might have thought once upon a time, before you saw the coils rising up out of the outer storm. Cool. It is very evocative of that. God. Um. Nope. We're gonna deal with that later. We're checking on Cherish. All right. Uh, and I then she like sweeps the cloak behind her and keeps going. And as you're moving back to the tent. Behind everybody else, Tirza, Grawl, and Judah, the three of you would notice that the lot of the Jarashi are streaming towards the temple, and word is beginning to spread really, really fast about what just happened. But, like, I still hear a few people talking about, like, the party, right? Oh my god. A few people. Like, they didn't see it happen, that are still, I can still hear the murmurs and whispers. Give me a perception check, Grawl. Oh, this will be good. Actually, it is uh, pretty good. Ah, uh, yes, Mister No Shenanigans Grawl here, not doing <laughs> any shenanigans. I'm not doing anything. I'm just observing. Uh, Twenty-three. In the distance, you see Arbadon organizing what appears to be almost a wagon train of barrels of you're not sure what, and uh, he is indicating towards. The largest open space in this camp, which is the clearing in front of the temple. Hmm. That is the smartest man I've ever seen. How do we get him promoted? Uh, you see other members. It's mostly Guardian Guild members who are moving about the camp. And there are basically everyone who's not a Jarashir is, looks to be gathering pieces for something something is coming some of them have like big barrels full of apples some of them are like rolling uh barrels of something across the ground uh you see a couple of uh haven guard members like holding a crate between them and carrying it sideways there seems to be an assemblage happening see the thing is I put the right person in charge because Arbadon knows how to party. <laughs> he does. It's true. Man, we it's might not 50% even. Of his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We might not even need my donkey full of wine. Wouldn't hurt. I'll save that for emergencies. Now, I'll bring it with me just in case. It, yeah, of course. It's an excellent course, party yeah. trick. You know, it's a good trump card in case we need it, you know. But yeah, eventually you all gather back up at the tent you had most recently vacated after fighting the False Cherish. 
This one, thankfully, still stands, uh, yeah. albeit with maybe a couple of <laughs> battering holes in it from the ice storm that fell nearby. That did happen. I think maybe despite all, like, uh, 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 any um, insistence on, like, sitting down or resting, Cherish is, like, you know, prestidigitating all the mud and rain off of everybody and, like, casting mending on all the holes in the tent. Like, just, like, God, I gotta fix as much stuff as I can. <laughs> and as you begin to do that, Valor walks past into the tent carrying the body of the false Cherish and lays her down on a cot. Kind of gives a strained look over to Camion. Camion just gives a shrug. Sid, I don't know if you're doing anything in particular as Cherish begins bustling about. Um... Not really, no. Just kind of standing awkwardly with Valor and Camion. Okay. Uh, you see as the body is laid down, the hand with the replica of Maz will fall off limply, the jangling of gemstones, and I believe it's a gold chain that Maz is made yeah. of. But otherwise, it appears to be a dead cherish that has been laid out here. Can I take a look at the fake Maz? Sure. Um, just inspect it, I guess. I don't know. Um, how it, it looks 100% the same as the actual. You don't see any differences between it and Maz. Don't suppose either of you can detect magic on this thing or identify it. I mean, I know I'm not here, but Grawl did already do that. He, he used Eldritch Sight. All that does is magic. cast detect magic, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. I don't know if anyone here has identify. Nope. 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 Uh, I heard the wizard. The only person who I think could have it would be Cherish. Unless Talila oh, wrote it Talila is a candidate as well. but uh, Oh, that's true. Um, I, she's invisible while she? doing something that's else. True. Yeah. yeah we, I hope she's setting up for a party. You haven't seen Talila in several hours. When, when did, remind me, when did, did Talila disappear? Was that during um, combat? Like, this no, it was earlier than that. It's hours before. Oh. Yeah. Actually, never like mind. in the morning when we all split up to go do our different errands, she just sort of pieced out. Identify as a wizard bard, an artificer spell, or if you are a knowledge or forge domain cleric. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't actually think I can. So, literally, no uh, one you have access to, uh, except for Talila, uh, would be able to know the identify spell. And I can tell you right now, Talila does not know identify. All right. Well, yeah. She's like, I don't need this. <laughs> all fair. I need to, I... all I need to identify are bones, <laughs> and that's easy. I do that by taste. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. I miss mm. her already. <laughs> that's the good femur. 
So yeah, uh, oh. Judah, Grawl, Tirza, you catch up with the rest and come in after the false Cherish has been settled and Cherish is still bustling around trying to clean people off and fix things. And not look at the dead Cherish. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tirza immediately walks in or walks in and is immediately like, are we, um, are we keeping her here? Valor will uh, kind of grimace a little bit and say, what else should we do with her? Waver or I cremation, maybe? I don't know. Like, uh... Do we completely know what specifically she is? Do you ask this out loud? Yeah. There's just an exchange of looks from everybody. That. Evil. I mean, it, it just seems a little <sighs> odd to, to just to have a, a corpse that looks exactly like our friend in a yeah. bed. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, Tirsa. Cameron will say if it was a shapeshifter of some kind, it would have reverted back to its true form by now. Right. Are we back yet? Yeah. Okay, I just want to want to make sure I'm not like interjecting into the conversation, offering suggestions when I'm half a mile into the nope. camp. Cool. Uh, what I would like to do is if anyone has like a needle or a small pokey object, not a giant eldritch sword, I want to poke the body and see if Cherish feels it. I want to see if the tie is between her and the body and not other Cherish. Actually, you're really smart, girl. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on a kicker today, so... We should be careful to not do... I mean, like too much. yeah. Yes, also, hey, uh, out of character question, Mike. How am I? How am I feeling? How am I doing? Hit points wise, vis a vis, yeah, objective scale of my health. Yeah, you're at a solid one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe a short rest might be in order. I think I have some damage as well. I think we all do. Yeah. Tears up. Did yeah. you take any no, hits? Did you... I didn't ah, take any hits. <laughs> I have all 103 of my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tirza actually does rummage through her her um, little like side satchel and um, I I mean I do I guess we don't really need to just use like any item yeah, like use a stick. She matter. holds out a needle. Can I spend that some hit work. die real quick? You want to take yeah, a short rest before you uh, sleep on it? Start oh, poking yeah. the body. Well, a needle poke isn't going to do one whole damage, will it? Unless I Look get a crit me. on it. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
we cannot tempt fate twice in one day. <laughs> we can't take any more chances. I mean, I can just swig a healing potion. Yeah, you can all take a short rest as you are recovering from all of this and spend some yeah. hit die. Let's do that. Yeah, as you do, you're kind of like finally sitting down and resting a little bit, Cherish, as you stare at the fallen version of yourself. Meanwhile, on the other side of the tent, there are two fire staffs leaning up against the, the canvas wall. Uh, another hat of disguise lays discarded on the ground where it fell. Is there anything else on the body? You want to search the body? Yeah, sure. Okay, give me an investigation check. Sure. Hold on. D&D Beyond is fighting with it. I just rolled that. Really. Where's my investigation? It's okay. Uh, that's going to be an 18. Okay. You find the replica of Maz. I mean, that's obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, you also find a bracelet that she wasn't wearing, but is secreted in a pocket that looks as though it's lined with lead. Mm -hmm. That evil... Evil you, Grawl's looking from dead Cherish to normal Cherish, and we're like, "Oh, that's clever. That's definitely clever. You're that's so evil. That's tricky. You you would do that. That's something you would do. Who? Not you, but you. You would. Well, do, you did that. You I did mean, that. hiding something with lead to, you know, keep it from being detected is, yeah." Pulling I'd love out... to be able to do that with a deck. <laughs> uh, yeah, this appears to be like a, a pocket woven into her clothing that has been lined with lead. So it's like, it's mm. not that big. It's like barely large enough to contain like a deck of cards, say. Um, oh, hmm. you know, you could just take this, this uh, standard coat. cards as opposed to tarot sized. Oh, okay. yeah, I was going to say, I was like, yeah. But pulling out the bracelet, Sid, you immediately recognize its make. Uh -huh. It looks very, very similar to the bracelet you just gave to an aboleth in the abyss. Oh. You're pretty sure this is some kind of compact, illusory spellbook. Uh, I I toss it to Cherish. Yeah, and you see that while the writing on this one is different, it is clearly an infernal. Uh, the basic construction of this thing is fairly similar to the projected spellbook of the automaton mage. Yeah. This is a wizard spellbook. 
is Cherish's bounty in it? Yeah, I want to flick through it. Okay. Um, I can send you... Oh, her... This is a really big spell book. So I will send you the, the pertinent spells. Um, I mean, nothing too surprising. Uh, the... Yeah. Flicking through it, there's really nothing other than the spells contained in here. Um, all of it's an infernal. And mm-hmm. a lot of it seems to focus around ice magic. Yeah. There are spells like ice storm and ice knife. Um, there are like banishment was one you knew she had. Apparently she had counter spell ready to go, but didn't get a chance to use it, uh, because she'd already used her reaction that round to cast Featherfall. Um, <laughs> so when you lightning bolted her, it didn't exactly end well. Uh, Thunderstep you already knew about. Fly you already knew, knew about. Um, Detect Thoughts was a spell apparently she had prepared. Mm. Oh. Fun. As well as a spell called Arcane Gate, which appears to be a short-range teleportation spell that you've not seen before. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she also had a lot of the Cherish standards. Uh, polymorph. Ch- cherish classics. Yeah. Flame blade. Melee attack. Um, was apparently a spell she had studied, not one she was able to just use. Interesting. Mm. Magic missile. Classic. Uh, Comprehend Language was one she had ready to go. Mage Armor. Um, Mage Armor is a good one. Yeah, she had like (laughs) Mending and Mage Hand and a bunch of other stuff. Very similar. Prestidigitation. Uh, Witch Bolt was one she didn't get a chance to use. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much nothing too crazy surprising. Oh, she did also know and had prepared uh, Contact Other Planes. Yeah, that makes sense. In, yeah. And of course, invisibility, which you all saw mm-hmm. slash didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I saw. And obviously she had all the spells available from the flame staff, which would have allowed her to replicate a lot of the uh, fire-based spells that you're so commonly using. Right. So burning hands and fireball and wall fire. And that's the one fire staff, or is there another fire staff that actual Cherish has? Yeah, I have a fire staff. There so are there's now two, two fire staffs? Yeah. 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 I'll take it. Money. Don't worry, yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, if anyone wants the other fire staff, knock yourselves out. I mean, I did I did just... I'll, I'll take it, you know? You know, it's fine. Although I'm... Or you could dual-wield staves? Staves? Steps. Or or think of this. Yeah. Think think how exciting it would be if my sword shot fireballs. This is also an interesting How about this? Possibility. Well, think about how many ranged attacks you have. Uh grand total. Then think about how many, how many I have. <laughs> you but have, Sid, would you? You have a hundred percent more ranged attacks than Sid does. <laughs> All right. I mean, Sid can do the lightning thing. That's te- sort uh, of. He just Sid, he Sid, just ranges Sid, how about himself. This? Mm, how about this, Sid? 
You take the fire staff. The day you don't want it, I'll be there for you. I'll just take it off your hands. No questions asked. Girl, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I was probably mm -hmm. going to sell it for money and then buy a magic item that would be more helpful to me. But, you know. Also, it requires attunement from a spellcaster. Yep. Sid doesn't know that, but Correct. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would tell you. That's Words it. are hurtful, Sid. <laughs> You're, girl, think about it. You're already so. What do you need this staff for? Your flattery is 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 welcomed, but I can I can see through your charade. I don't know what you're talking about. I do. The Roll an inside check. The other <laughs> thing. I don't need to. Um, better be better than twenty. The other thing that occurs to me it is, is if I mean if I my soul got back to this body. I mean, okay, so I'll just go over really quick what happened when I was yes. in hell. Yes. Um, and I do that. Okay. Mm. So everyone so, is now aware of, do you hold anything back? Maybe I don't go over, like, the personal, like, like, conflict, uh, conflict, uh, conflicted feelings I had about finding my mother versus going inside Mephistar. Like maybe that's glossed over a little bit, but um, yeah, like she was there. She just sort of went inside without any, I mean, she's, I mean, we told each other to fuck off and then she went inside. Um, so she could, Probably. I, I mean, she got here somehow, so I'm guessing that she can probably get back to this body. I don't know what we want to do about that, if anything. Is that... What, what is... Oh, <laughs> That's... Seriously. Great audio, y'all. They're making uh, hand yeah. gestures at no. each other. <laughs> Well, I just, I don't know that Tirza would bring it up again, because it's kind of Cherish's decision right. at the end of the day. Yes, but we also need to make sure that if I, if one of us sets that body on fire, it doesn't set that Cherish on fire. So, right. again, yes. I would like to poke that body. And that, yeah, that's why I said, you know, what, if anything, we want to do about... I mean, something has to be done, but right. We're gonna we're gonna poke the body. Yes, okay. and I'm I'm all good up on HP. So sweet. I mean, don't don't get crazy, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be making Swiss cheese out of this body, okay? With the poking of holes. Yeah, I probably shouldn't do it lest I get sneak attack on it. It is prone after all. <laughs> uh, Sid, something else also you would have noticed with a, with an 18 investigation? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's correct. Um, is as you're kind of investigating the hand flower and you find the the lead pocket and dig the bracelet out of it, you would notice the slight indentation of the skin near the collar. There, there's something almost like scarring of some kind. It's just below the the collar of the shirt. 
Hmm. I point that out. Does anybody know what this is? Some sort of indentation, perhaps scarring. Yeah, you don't know. You're obviously not seeing all of it. It just looks like you're catching the edge of whatever this is. Maybe yeah. a scar of some kind. Um, I will... Okay, I will just be like, okay, I will look. Like, nobody has to feel weird about touching my dead body. I'll do it. Audible sigh of relief from other people in the tent. I wasn't even thinking about that. I mostly just didn't want to, like, look down what is ostensibly your shirt without, like, your permission. That felt weird. That's also... Thank you, Tirza. Appreciate that. I'm just here to poke your finger with the needle. That's all. Yeah. Uh, investigating, you pull down the collar of the shirt slightly, and you see on the back of the shoulder, just kind of right near the collarbone, a little bit farther down to the left of the neck, is a looks like a brand of some kind, old and scarred. It is a single infernal rune and it's the number three hmm. that's horrifying <laughs> great <laughs> that's is this, wait, wait, wait. is this is but but is this Damn. like those senior pranks where they release four <laughs> pigs into the school but they're na- numbered one two three and five I, all I'm saying is that this could be a. Please tell me that happened at your school. No. Oh no. We always wanted to put a cow in our principal's office. We never got to it. But like, where would we? Where would we, suburban children, get pigs? You are resourceful. Okay. There are farms. Yeah. It's true. Actually, we we're so close to Hillsborough that like we maybe yeah. could have done it, but whatever. Yeah, there's, shit. there's a lot of farmland very close to here. Yeah. Uh. But yes, that is what you see, Cherish. And I think you're the only person who can read Infernal. Other than Except for Valor, Valor, but hopefully he ain't looking. <laughs> Valor is decidedly not looking. Yup, that's kind of... Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah just like... kind of turn around, just kind of like looking up, you mm-hmm. know. Somehow his dark, like, uh, skin is like, somehow you can still see some blush. He's blushing. <laughs> he's some, he's yeah. whistling and twiddling his thumbs a lot. His charcoal color- colored skin is just like mm-hmm. with a slight little rosy tint. A little iridescent mm-hmm. red. Mm-hmm. Anyone could miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Cherish kind of instinctively, like, kind of places a hand where, like, that would be on her on her chest. Like, oh, that's mm, okay. And thankfully, you don't feel any kind of burning on your own. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> It was, was there the whole time. Gosh. Like, I was... have I checked? <laughs> <laughs> you would know. Yeah. Ugh, three. Ugh. I was worried it was like a barcode and we were dealing with a hitman situation. Mike shrugs. Mike says nothing and shrugs and looks off into the middle distance. Hmm. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Who's to say? What is Classic a barcode thing. but a collection of numbers? This is true. That's very true. So, Grawl, you want to poke dead Cherish with a needle? 
Yeah, but like, hey, Cherish, pay attention. Okay. Okay. Now don't pay attention. Look away. I want you to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll right. turn around. Okay. And I want to poke one of the. It's the like, the the thing where you test all the different fingers for like feeling and nerve damage and stuff like that. Not that Graal would know what that is, but um, yeah, I'm just gonna poke a couple of her fingers with the needle. And cherish you it's it's faint but you feel it it's not as like painful as it should be if a needle was being jabbed into a finger there's definitely like a distant distant this this connection whatever it is is clearly fading Mm -hmm. Uh, but it, it is still there for the time being Or it, it, or maybe the lack of spirit has reduced it by some significant quantity. But whereas this body is being poked with a needle in the fingertip, you feel just like a, a very slight pressure on the pad of your finger. Yeah. Yeah, I can still kind of feel it. That's not ideal. Well, no, it's not answers our question or at least whether or not we should burn the body so I mean maybe I could burn the body but okay well if you here here you take this you take the okay. needle now you poke alright and grow now you turn around <laughs> okay I'm gonna turn around no, um... do I feel anything <laughs> I'll, Besides I'll... stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll like I like poke the like the like the thumb meat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um on the palm. You don't feel anything. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a body knows. There's a pregnant silence in the tent as everyone kind of turns, giving awkward glances. Finally, Camion will say, I'm just going to ask it. What is she? I think she's my sister in some way. Valor, turning back finally, will look to you with a pained expression and say, In some way, you mean another child of him yeah i don't i don't know for sure what she meant when she said when she asked why he chose me but i can i can only assume
it seemed like it was her job to get me to Kenya. She, I mean, she tried to banish me when mm. the fight first started, which would have done the trick. She, how did she know all that about you, though? Ah, uh, I, I, I just realized Tears didn't see that, but she has detect thoughts. <laughs> Olivia knows she has detect thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I'll just say, I mean, she has in her spell book, that's what this bracelet is, is she has detect thoughts. So, I mean, that's definitely, you know, entirely possible that she was using that. I mean, I hope it's that. The alternative is much more terrifying. Especially considering how this body reacts to, well, how my body reacts to harm done to this one. I'm wondering if, if there's a proximity required for that effect to take place, or if this version fell uh, off of a cliff on the other part of the valley. Like, would that affect you? It, it seems strange that you hadn't... Have you ever felt like a mysterious pain that you just didn't really know where it came from all of a sudden? Like, oops, now my knee's all fucked up. You know? I mean, Valor, when you ditched her, when we contacted you, what did you do? I kicked her off the back of a devil ride moving at speed yeah i don't think i f i mean i feel, feel like i would have felt that you would have felt that honestly i sort of assumed it might have killed her clearly it didn't but i mean clearly, <laughs> yeah it didn't and like mm -hmm. well i guess i didn't feel like you know falling off the bike That's so it probably wouldn't have done anything to me so unless number two was the one that fell off the bike yeah that's a horrifying prospect what if it did kill her uh what we didn't see that the, no, we didn't fine. see the number so yeah <laughs> yeah don't mind yeah. us <laughs> think it out loud mm-hmm <laughs> I did have that thought, though. So I, yeah, Jerish is mulling that over. Mm. Maybe I'll tell you guys someday. Maybe I won't. <laughs> I don't know. More secrets. Secrets make good. friends. Yeah. Secrets make friends. Mm -hmm. Great. You're More. supposed to be modeling good behavior for Grawl. <laughs> Cherish. Cherish is the one who's doing that? That's yeah. Um... So, I mean, I mean, this is, this is all very well and good, trying to figure out what exactly is going on. But, and I mean, obviously, you take your time and you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But what do you think we should do with her? Can't very well take her with us. 
to keep an eye on her. Judah will Can't say, is burial out of the question? That suffocates cherish. I the body isn't breathing right now. Yeah, that's and true. I, I think I'm having trouble. I think deciding because I mean, on the one hand, we're I weirdly almost feel bad for her, just thinking about some things and how they connect together but also like it's hard to like if I came back what if you because like if you guys had buried my body if I came back and I was buried alive that would suck I know that she's caused a lot of problems but it's hard for me to think about doing that to myself let me put it this I don't way know. it's we need to figure this out before Talila shows back up. Oh man, that is a super good wow. point, my guy. Oh my gosh, yeah, wow. I hadn't even thought of that. And Judah is looking like dead serious um, when he says yeah. this. I, yep. told her, I told her like, what, 24 hours ago that I'd give her my bones? I remember. Judah thinking big plan. <laughs> Yeah, God, we're we're here in five twenty one. Judah's in fucking six thirty. <laughs> and there's a look of horror that passes between Valor and Camion. Yeah. Uh, all right. So bury the body before Twyla gets back. <laughs> I'll help. I'll help. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Judah nods. <laughs> I just get the feeling that, like, Talila's going to know where the body is the same way that she knows where, like, Tears is at all times. Just kind of like she could smell it. Mm. Yeah, I think that's its own creepy thing. Um, and I'm sure if it was Tears's double that we were burying, that would be more of a concern. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, I mean, can we just put her in the Jarashir? No, yeah. I as I soon as it came out of my mouth, so. I couldn't even finish the sentence. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew it was a bad idea. Plus, I, I mean, even even if even if some crazy alternate universe where that was a thing that they were okay with, they're preparing to light those pyres. I think like any I think like any day now. That's a good point too. Probably tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I think I might know where Twyla is. You maybe want to go take care of that? On a positive oh. note, she's going to be busy for a while, so we probably get to, you know, <laughs> digging. I can always have a piece of my people with me. <laughs> it's not going to be a piece. <laughs> How do you feel about jigsaw puzzles? <laughs> it's going okay. to be the size of a Gundam. <laughs> Tears up, do you piece. maybe want to go take care of that? Would you, would you rather you take care of Talila doing that? Or would you rather have one of them go down there and find her doing that? I 
back. <laughs> Good call. Tears hey, hey, Tirza, 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 how are you yeah. going to find the invisible gnome? <laughs> she likes you. Just call out to I her. don't know. Just look I mean, for the call out. Or, 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 bug eyes. I'm just saying. Come on, then. Okay. Let's all right. Go. All right. Okay. 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 So Grawl Have and Tirza take uh, Judah will nod towards Sid and say, you want to help dig? Uh, yeah. Actually, sure. guys, I think I would prefer... I think I would prefer a funeral pyre just so that there's no bits accessible. Is it like... Is it the Talila part, or is it the just them it's coming It's more back? like when I asked, like when Grawl, when I asked you to cut my hair and I made sure to keep all of it in one place so that I could burn it later so that no one can use it in magic. Got it. Got it. I got you. And Judo will nod at that, came in as well. Valor will turn towards you seriously, Cherish, and say, We can take care of it if you feel uncomfortable. I sort of have to take care of it. I, I do have to be the one that does the burning. Or you could get far enough away, or we could take her far enough away to where it won't matter. I'll be fine. Yeah, we don't know what distance that is, unfortunately. Cherish doing it is the safest way to do it. It's okay. Girl bash is happening later. I'll just get super drunk and forget about it. Cherish can do that now. Yeah. And if you get oh, drunk, yeah. you won't feel the pain anyways. Was there a point yeah. in time when she couldn't do that? Yeah. There was a, there was a wild month <laughs> where I couldn't drink without literally a sip of alcohol without passing the fuck out. Well, I'm sure there are plenty of stories like that that I need to hear. I look forward to hearing them. All right. So you take the body of the false Cherish and taking her a significant distance away from the camp, you set a small funeral pyre? Yep, I will take my fire staff and, you know, cast burning hands with it. Okay. I'm assuming... Potion ready to go. (laughs) Do you take the false maz off of her or do you leave that to burn i i took false maz off of oh you took it off oh yeah yeah as part of the inspection like okay i wasn't sure if you were literally taking all of the things yes okay so you take the false maz as well unless cherish you think this should be destroyed as well I guess I'll consult real Maz. And in her new layered voice, she will say, A paltry mockery. Destroy it if you must. Keep it if you must. I care not. We should probably burn it with the body. Okay. Or let it melt, whatever. 
All right. Meanwhile, Tirza and Grawl are heading off towards the Jarashir Temple, looking for an invisible gnome. Delilah. I think we just, yeah. Um. Oh my god, and like, everyone's at the temple, too. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. I love it. Uh, uh, yeah, Elder Decide. <laughs> okay. Once we're down in the... Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I assume we can just go in. Yeah. And if I can Waiting just through the crowd, you can absolutely... Subtle. <sighs> okay, never mind. We're Me and the albino hobgoblin just being subtle. I mean, You're the um, one they're paying attention to. Yeah, they don't care about me, dog. They're really not. Um, approaching the temple, you can see that it is full to bursting. There are people... It's standing room only in this place. Not only are the Jarashir filing in those who are left, but also members of the Guardian Guilds who are just like, Hey, what's going on? The... Thing you see happening outside the temple is also somewhat, I don't know if concerning is the right word, but certainly of note is the fact that people are setting up tables and what looks like troughs of some kind. And there are people <laughs> planting torches on big long sticks in a big wide perimeter. Uh, there is some manner of construction happening off to the side. And by construction, I just mean somebody like a, a group of uh, edge masons is putting together something. You don't know what it is, but there are crates being pushed together and boards being laid down. Uh, I think the, the, the level of Grawl's glee equally matches the level of Tears's dawning horror. <laughs> just, uh... This is already going to get so out of hand. <laughs> this is going to be the best night ever. It's going to be so awesome. Tirza, 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 check it out. Check it out. Look at what they're building. Look at it. Look at it. It looks like a stage. It, it's, um, it might be a stage, Tirza. <laughs> I mean, it's a ramshackle stage. It's like planks on top of big, tall crates. But, I mean, that's what it looks like. Oh, man. This I guess people... Uh, Tears are like squares her shoulders and she's like, okay, people need to celebrate. They need something to look forward to. All right. In the distance, you hear a Minotaur voice shouting, more booze. Did you hear that? Did you hear it? I did. The sound of my people. This isn't nearly enough. <laughs> Glorious. Oh, boy. But pushing into um, the temple, yeah, it is choked with jars here. Okay. Uh, is there something going on? Uh, or is it? are people just, like, trying to get a look at the Kotal? Uh, as you push in, uh, it doesn't take very long before the crowd melts in front of you. <laughs> That's the opposite of... As soon as people start noticing that you're approaching, they will step out of the way and push as cramped as they can to make you a path to wherever you want to go. You cannot um, see what's happening at the head of the temple, so it's kind of up to you where you head. I will, yeah, I will actually um, like lean over to Grawl and be like, maybe you should go down there first and just see if she's down there, and I will Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather not have a large mob of people mad at Talila for 
doing what she does. Mm-hmm. Her, her work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What other, what other weird ways can we describe it with well being? I don't think. I think that that's the euphemisms are almost worse. Honestly, her art. Um, her art. It's not work, crawl. It's art. <laughs> Is this art? Is George art? I'd say so. I, I, I don't so. dream of labor. <laughs> um, just let me know if you need any help. I'll... Yeah, I, I, I can, I, I can do that. Okay. Uh, and I will make my way to the front of the temple to see what's going on. Okay. Grawl, you head down into the barrow beneath the the temple itself where you know they keep the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, heading down there, there are a few Jarashir who are down there. They look to be minor priests of some kind. As well as you see Agni Brandbearer is down there. Oh god, I was going to say, I hope he's not down there still. <laughs> Shit. He will look up as you come downstairs. Hello. Greetings. You you haven't seen you haven't seen anyone around here, have you? About yay high. Sharp teeth. I He puts can... his hand down to about his knee. I, knee I, I cannot say I have I'm sorry, I do not believe we were properly introduced before. I am Agni Brandbearer. Of course, you... I'm sure Tirza has told you of the other Argo Bearers. Uh, Probably. And you are? Uh, I'm Grawl. I don't have a... Accompanying that, name. That is all right. I. Not all are auger bearers. I understand. This is true. This is very true. I cannot say I have seen anyone matching the description you just gave. That okay. is fairly specific, though. There are a few halflings among our number, but none with sharp teeth. Yeah. Do you, do you mind if I take a look around? I... And a look will come over his face as though like sudden understanding is dawning. And then he'll get a solemn look and he'll say, Of course, many dead were collected after the battle. Yes. Uh, and he'll oh, gesture a hand sweet. towards the, the deeps behind him. Sweet boy! Oh! <laughs> And it takes Grawl a half second to understand. Right. Thank you. Uh, I, I I appreciate it. Of course. I am. There are many who have not been accounted for after the battle. They may have fled into the swamps and may still be returning. There, there may still be hope, my friend. Thank you. 
And yeah, you are allowed to press deeper into the borrows. Nailed it. <laughs> that stage doesn't is not even fucking ready for this level of professionalism. <laughs> oh my god. Don't even know it. Okay, I'm going to keep looking. Okay. Are you using Eldritch Sight to look for Invisible Buell? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will turn it off if I get into any sort of like face-to-face conversation with anyone. Don't need to freak out anybody, but yeah. There is a level of deference you're given once Agni Brandbearer gives you the go-ahead. The other priests and clerics down here will uh, nod their heads. You see that... Many of them are casting spells on the dead. They uh, appear to be doing a round of gentle repose on all of the dead down here. And so you do detect that magic that is on a lot of the bodies down here is some kind of preservation magic to make sure they don't deteriorate before the funeral rites can be had. You do not find any presence of desecration among the corpses. Uh... (laughs) So the obvious signs of deboning are not there among the Jarish here dead. But neither is the presence of a deep gnome golem savant. While that is like, there's a wave of relief that washes over Grawl. Oh, good. She's not here. And then another wave of horror of, oh, she's not here. (laughs) Uh, Turn around, she's right behind you. Meanwhile, she's above you. You are wandering towards the front of the temple. Like I said, the crowd melts in front of you, making way. A couple of boneheaded guardian guild members don't know any better, but they are quickly jostled aside by firm hands. Moving towards the front, you see that a broad open space has been left where the the ritual depression, the speaker's space in this temple is, as well as the areas around the three statues of the gods in triplicate. Albeit, the crowd has definitely pressed closer than they might be in a an actual religious ceremony. There are a couple of people, like, not hanging off of the statues, but crowded in around the pedestals of the the ritual space and staring and you see that the other auger bearers are gathered in that deep depression that might be filled with water and snakes in a more ritual setting. Uh, but for now it's just full of concerned people standing uh, near and kind of hovering around this boy with a quattle resting on his shoulder. Bononi is sitting at the bottom of the basin kind of, Legs splayed out, his elbows resting on his thighs, his hands and his head on his head. He looks completely weary, and you can see even from a distance his head is like dipping and coming back up as though he's fighting to stay awake. The um, snake on his shoulder is like looking around, bright eyed at all of the other auger bearers nearby, and Sedna. Uh, is the only one who's actually like really close to Benoni and is kind of circled him once with her snake body and her human torso is uh, near him, kind of leaning down close. Rest. Um, are are people like 
just watching and waiting for something to happen or are oh there are whispers aplenty yeah okay um but none of the auger bearers are like saying anything as you approach you will see that uh palavi stormstaff the uh human woman from also from utbari who carries the stormstaff (laughs) Uh, will look towards you and raise the staff slightly as you approach, and she will come up to the edge of the depression to meet you. Uh, Palavi, uh, pardon my absence. I, my friend was, is Benoni all right? We think so. I, it's, I, this is. And she just gives you a look of wide eyes and slightly slack jaw of just... Um, Yep. You'll see Leanne the Learned kind of stalking around the edge of the the pool, clutching at her book, her eyes never really leaving Bononi. And even as she approaches the two of you, she is still has only eyes for the boy in the quaddle at his shoulder. And she will say, with a slight edge to her voice, So much is changing, so quickly. But this is... uh, This is good, certainly. Uh, Some sort of good omen. It it seems to be what, what was... If I'm to understand sort of what Benoni hinted at before... And if I'm to understand what what has been said to me, um, this is this is what was intended all along. Uh, but frustrating, yes, to not know what's happening. I agree. And Leanne's eyes will snap up towards you finally and say, "Intended by whom?" The I mean, I, I had told her about the vision. Right. Okay. By, you know, by, uh, by the augers before. Yes, 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 yes. And Palavi will kind of me. glance between the two of you. Yeah. She was not privy to that conversation. Yep. <laughs> Leanne, come on. I was trusted you to disseminate all this information. Uh, Leanne is still trying no, to I process know. some of this information. Yeah, I know. I, I, That's fair. And I know that the Tarashir aren't super great at disseminating information anyway. Um, uh, I will... But I will will say... It, it knew me. Or the cloak, at least... There was there was recognition there. I can't help but think that, yeah, even if we don't know what's going on, they do. And Leanne will suck in a breath, her eyes closed, and as she releases the breath, her eyes will open, and she will say, Then we must have faith. acceptance man um uh tirza will 
will just nod and kind of uh, smile of like understanding because this has literally been my last four months is being frustrated by not knowing what's going on. Um, I will kind of cross into the basin and I'm going to, um, if I can, if Sedna will let me, I, I will go and like kneel in front of like one of her coils so that I am like on the same level as Benoni. Uh, you'll see Varsha Ironheart, the, the wood elf with the breastplate nod towards you as you approach. She's definitely standing the next closest to Benoni. Um, kind of mom-arming anyone coming close. Uh, and meanwhile, Grandmother Sedna is uh, looking towards the boy, and she is nodding almost imperceptibly every once in a while as the the tiny quaddle will stare at her with intent, jewel-like eyes. Okay. And the... Quaddle will turn to look at you as you approach, and Sedna will turn almost exactly at the same time, and as you come, she will uncurl and open a space for you within her coils. Um, I guess I will, like, put a, a hand on Benoni's arm first and kind of, like, peer under you know, if he has them, like, on his head, I will just mm -hmm. kind of, like, peer under them and, like, make eye contact and, uh, are you, how are you feeling? And his eyes are flicking closed and then his head will jerk up as you address him. And when his eyes open fully, you see that they are exactly the same color as the quaddles. Bright glimmering jewels and in the size of the human head relatively larger than the quaddles you can see these bright rainbow slivers around the pupil that ring within the iris they look like tiny little shards of gemstone embedded in the eye surrounding the pupil boy um and for the briefest second you think his eyes dilate into a slit but then they're back to normal noni ah uh, cloak better and i i saw your friend was hurt and i i, I wanted to help Tears. Um, I think I think Tears does get a little like teary eyed and will like scrub at her scrub at her face and say uh, like you you did I am forever in your debt, right seeker. Are you... Do you need to rest or are I am you seem very tired, but uh, the scaled one and Ketsugar needed to speak, so I need to stay awake. 
can can they not speak if you're not awake? And you will hear a little voice in your head say, We are bound to the child. Yeah. No, that does make His life is our life. Of course. Winged one, I... Ha! Platitudes. You know me better, Chan. I don't, though. Um, I... I... Right. Uh, Ketsigar. You may call me Dorn. Dorn. Um, And you remember the immense giant Goliath something with the weird facial tattoos tattoos was named Dorn. I... So, in this form, can you remember everything? Not yet, but soon. A quick jaunt to the dreamlands should be able to recover most of my memories. Hey, I know a guy who can help with that. Uh... Um... And then, uh, is, I mean, maybe you and Sedna have been discussing this, but is this the plan for the the rest as well? Uh, Is there some sort of, what's going on? (laughs) And Bononi kind of like sinking back down, trying to keep conscious. As you have this conversation with the little quattle neonite, neonate. Boy, rest. Uh, the quattle, still with glimmering crystalline eyes, will say, We're not sure. The soul forging process has clearly mm, been. Strange for some of you. This was not the intent. That much is known. Something about this valley, perhaps. There is still much I do not know. Welcome to the club, my man. Um, Your eldest has been informing me much of what has transpired. She would certainly know best. Um, Is there any any way I can be of assistance? Or... Protect the boy. Sure that he lives. The forge bond is what keeps us together. My powers are his powers. 
His powers are my powers. The term you might use is warlock. Now I really do know a guy who can help you out. <laughs> if you want to learn any warlock shenanigans. Um, I don't say that out loud. <laughs> I don't know why that would... Um, yeah, put Benoni under Grawl's wing. Yeah. Uh, I don't have wings yet. I don't yet, have wings yet. yet. Can't be done. <laughs> yet. Can't be done. Put him under his mandibles. Yeah. <laughs> that Come just that one that weird armpit. bug arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. My smelly bug armpit. Okay, I I can do that. Um, I I think. Tears is going to look around for Grawl and I, tough to see him. I, the I mean, crowd. I think, yeah, you're at the bottom of a five foot depression and there's a oh, crowd surrounding it. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Um, but I just, yeah, if they're, I don't know what, what else I can can learn here necessarily. And I think Sedna has the information thing covered uh been been oh sedna was there when i talked about my vision as well so she can fill him in on that mm-hmm. potentially um i will ask one more thing before i before i take off which is uh, when you when you call me john dorn you know that that i'm I mean, I'm not him. I, I don't have his memories. Are you speaking oh. to me or to... Your life is his life. I... Your power is his power. There is little difference other than time and memory. We will speak more right. tonight. Oh, you're coming to the party. Party? Let's go. Oh, he should uh, not go. Well, let Benoni rest. I know, like, let him sleep. Oh, I was, um, I was joking. My friend is throwing a celebration of sorts for our victory over Demogorgon. Ah, yes. The Prince of Beasts. A canny foe. Yeah. I, you have I much to celebrate then. Yeah. Um, Be merry while you can. We will speak tonight. Okay, I'm going to take my leave. Uh, I will, I will, of course, not impolitely. I will... Um, I think Tears is really unsettled by this, actually. Um, I will go find Grawl. After uh, Grawl's making his goodbye. way through the crowds, uh, slowly whispering to all, just like, hey, come celebrate the miracles tonight. Come celebrate the miracles tonight. Hey, hey. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. Oh, my God. With advantage, I'm going to say. Because okay. there's been a miracle. Yeah. Okay. Tell uh, them I'm going to be... 19. Third. 
Oh, okay. shit. Okay. Good thing I got advantage on that, because my first one was a four. <laughs> well, the two of oh, you eventually meet up, and uh, making your way back outside, the rain has cleared. It is beginning to be a beautiful evening. The sun is setting, and the, the strange stormlights casting across the world are a welcome sight, having been absent in this place for months now. I think as we're going back, I am going to detail to Grawl, like, what happens. That Benoni is a warlock. So that's cool. Nice. And, um... Yeah, just, uh... The Dreamlands thing. And also that I'm... Um... Sort of, maybe... We're all gonna be weird hosts for our forge-bound items. Kind of how this sounds, and I don't know if it's just because it's a strange snake person talking. We're all secretly warlocks? Well, hey now. Hey, hey. Stop, you're stealing my thunder. Well, actually, thunder's tears this thing, so... But, yeah. Um, If anyone's stealing my thunder, it's Cherish with all of her lightning spells that she has. Did you bring it? Did you, like, Say specifically certain things. Like what do you mean? Soul Forge. Oh yeah, no, I'll I'll, okay. I'll basically okay. word for word it. Because Grawl's got research to do at some point. I was actually gonna ask if you would do that, my friend. Yeah. You wanna come with? You wanna come with? I'm I should do the Grawl voice for that. Hey, you wanna I mean you could just type Do you along. remember? Do you remember what I told you the right, last time right, I went to the archive? Right, yeah. Right. So we're not going to the archive, probably, to look. I'm not going to do that kind okay. of research. I was going to find a different door, kind of like how you pulled us up out. Remember that? Does Tirsa remember that? How she yanked us? Yeah, but I don't have the association of of going up I, the staircase that you have. Right. Well, anyways, it brought us up the staircase that we all went down and then came back up the one time. I think I know how to navigate it. Well, so you give me come with. an intelligence check real quick? Oh, God. Uh, you get a plus two bonus, girl. Hmm. Not a saving throw, just a check. Oh, it's not a saving throw. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> I was all excited. Not great. 14. 17. That pretty term good. soul forging is sticking in your craw. You swear you've heard it before. It sounded really familiar when you said it. Um. And it's after like walking a little bit, getting back to the tent, realizing everyone else is gone, probably to take care of the other Cherish's body. In the distance, you hear... Arbidon shouting orders. It's indistinct at this distance, but that's when it clicks. Canaeus mentioned soul forging. And you don't know what it means. Well, let's go ask him. Thank too bad we yeah, left. Don't you him put this the- on me. Don't you put that evil on me. And I think it is there that we're going to take our break. <laughs> and when we come back, it's time for a party. Woo! Yes. God damn it, it's time to party. 
Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Here today to talk to you about one of my most popular items here at Duskwalker Import and Export TM, and that are the figurines of wondrous power. As an adventurer, I am sure you have thought to yourself from time to time, boy, it sure would be handy to just be able to throw an item out into the world and get some kind of really cool, helpful animal companion. I know I have. And no, Alexander doesn't count. Now, you could go with the cheapo option of a bag of tricks, though you never really know what kind of animal you're going to be getting out of throwing those little fuzzballs. But, for the low, low price of, well, it kind of varies depending on the animal, but you could get a figurine of wondrous power. These little figurines are made out of all sorts of material and can be used to conjure all sorts of magical animals to aid you in your quest. Need a mount in your pocket? Why not get a figurine of a small ebony horse? Need some kind of scout to do some aerial flybys? Why not get yourself a jade owl? Need a friendly companion who can tromp through gates and destroy entire fortresses? Why not get yourself an ivory elephant? Need a triplicate of goats that can kind of come apart into different weird spears and swords and things? Wow, these goats are really weird. Huh. You can, like, take their horns off and stuff. And there's one you can ride? And there's one that turns into just a giant goat. This is so bizarre. You should really check out the ivory goats. They're super weird. And those are just some of the common ones. Of course, there are many strange variants on many magical items, and the figurine of wondrous power is no exception. Why, I even once robbed a silver dragon who had a strange little, uh, it's kind of a brownish donkey that he would uh, hoard all of his mm, more alcoholic treasures in. Wait a minute, did I say robbed? I did not mean robbed. It was more of a uh, unbeknownst transaction on his part. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yes, figurines of wondrous power. You should totally come by and buy them. Uh, anyway, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had gotten over the fact that they had just killed a Cherish. It's okay, we have a spare. And, uh... We... I'm not over it. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just very good at compartmentalizing. <laughs> also good. Uh, but after deciding what to do with the body and learning that it was in fact a wizard, not a sorcerer, uh, which does raise some questions about how she was able to cast uh, spells silently. Um, mm -hmm. But leastways, you would uh, determine to burn the body, uh, leaving the false Maz on her person as you did. And meanwhile, Grawl and Tirza went off in an attempt to find your erstwhile deep gnome friend, Talila. Thankfully, she was not among the Jarashir dead, desecrating corpses, so that's good. But you did uh, get a, a, a little bit of that deep lore from a newly hatched quaddle. She did want demon bones. At some point. She did. That's true. But as you come back to the tent, like I said, you notice your friends are missing. Because they are busy burning a body. Um, it's, a, it's a quick and somewhat 
grim affair, Cherish, as you and your friends build a small pyre around the body of this other Cherish. Leaving the false Maz on her person, Valor kind of gingerly crosses her arms over her body in a somewhat dignified position, albeit one that is stilted by the gaping wound torn her neck. Yeah. But mm. small little bits of dry brush are gathered up relatively quickly between Judah, Valor, and Camion. Sid, I'm sure you're helping along. Yeah, why not? I have plenty of reasons, but I'm just asking if you are helping. That is, yeah, that's where I'm at. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one of the main reasons could be... Ugh. I mean, it's it's not great. Yeah, as you build a small pyre around a body that just looks like Cherish, it's disconcerting to say the least. And it is eventually Cherish herself who lights the flame. Yep. And so you do. There is a moment as the flames catch quickly on the brush, not so quickly on her clothing, and even less quickly on the the dead flesh of this Cherish as well. But eventually it, all things burn. There is a long beat as the, the fire begins in earnest and Valor would turn to you, Cherish, and say, if you don't want to stay for this, I can just make sure it burns down. I don't know how many of these you've done, but it, it does take a long while. You don't have to say either. I know. But I will. I, I just feel like I have to see this through. If that makes sense. I suppose. Camion will stand by awkwardly, but then eventually sort of just like drift backwards and move away. Judah, still taking it at a distance, will nod solemnly, but then break away as well. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And that just leaves the the two tieflings nearby watching this blaze. Even as you watch, you can see that despite the flames that roar, and they are intense flames, magical, at least in their initial start, so there is a heat to this that wouldn't otherwise be there that begins to catch with the weird storm lights that ripple across the valley in twilight. Stars beginning to peek out from a clear springtime night. 
Valor will stand silently by your side for however long you decide to be here for. In the distance, you can hear the sounds of some kind of percussive and maybe wind instruments beginning to strike up. How long do you stay here watching the pyre? Until it's done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it will take a long time. Several hours, at the very least. One thing you notice within the first hour is that the false maz does not burn. It appears to be a magical item in true, and simple flames will not destroy it. Probably gonna have to take that. Meanwhile, back at the tent, Grawl and Tirza, you come back to Find an empty tent. Where did everyone go? And Delilah. a voice will say, I think they're burning somebody. Oh my god! Okay, I didn't actually expect you to be it. Wow, 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 okay. Cool. And you can see, she's not actually invisible, she's just behind one of the cots, and she's assorting a pile of bones. Good, good, good. Good to see you. Welcome mm. back. Oh, nice uh, collection you've got there. Uh, those new? There were so many dead demons out there. Oh, were there? Good. Yes. Wow. You look very mm. happy. I am. You said there would be demon bones down here, and this is just what I got on the first trip. How many trips did you want to make? Oh, I don't know. As many as I can, I guess. I need to resummon George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. need a lot of bones. Yeah. All the yeah. ones that he had before were, well, they're not here anymore. Yeah. I'm going to make a bigger, better George, though. There's so many bones here. Mm-hmm. Girl, girl, you turn to Tirza, who is just, like, beaming. <laughs> this is so cute. I don't know why. Well, I'm excited why is she for like you. This? And for George. Because George is going to look so good. Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. If I leave these here, will you two, Tirza... And she'll look at you seriously. You'll make sure nobody touches these, right? Oh, of, of course. Okay. I've got to go back for more. It's really hard to carry things without George. Yeah. Can you make a mini George? Like a tiny George with just these? 
Oh. That way we wouldn't have to watch and you would have someone to help? Hmm. It's okay. We'd be happy to watch them too. No, I want to save them up. I can make a lot of invisible hands helping me though. That could help. Oh, that, that could help. Yeah. I mean, Grawl, you don't, you don't have to also stay here. Um, well, I was just going to since say. Since you're going to go. We could put them in the bag of holding that way. They're not here and we keep them. Oh, that's hmm. a good idea. Oh. But that. I, you just Does leave that them do here. something? Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. But just in case. Right. Are you, um, are you okay going out? I mean, there are still, there are still, like, live demons out there. Oh, I know. Okay. And she'll hold up what looks like a very fresh-looking bone that still has a little bit of red ichor on it. on there. Yeah. And then she slowly wipes the corner of her mouth. She doesn't eat them. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. You know she is particularly carnivorous. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teeth need sharpening. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. I, yeah, I. Grawl, you can party plan. I was I don't know, probably going to stay here anyway. You don't have you to watch wait. them forever. I just making sure no one. Thinks they're trash or anything. That happens a lot with my stuff. People think it's trash. Right. People are so mean. Well, yeah. no one's going to come in. No one's going to come into our tent, hopefully. Do just, you want us to put it in just a, like our, a little bag? Just tell the others not to touch them. I'm going to go okay. for a second trip. All right. Go get them, champ. Okay. I will. Proud of you. And she'll stop and, like, stare at you for a second, Grawl, her weird black eyes, her shark tooth grin. And she'll say, thank you, Grawl. You're very welcome. Welcome to the circle of Talila's true friends, Reed. It's it's a good place to be. Yeah. And, until you die and she takes your bones. Don't Whatever, worry about I'm it. dead. I don't need them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's my thinking. Yeah. And the heroine returns with a great sword. <laughs> And Talila scampers off again, apparently on a grim task that must be completed. But she's doing it happily. She is. This as is long her calling. as she's happy. There is a great broad battlefield between here and the former Guardian Guild camp that is just littered with opportunity. Yeah. There's gold in our bones. That's what it's littered <laughs> with. Opportunity. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Tears up pretty quickly. Camion, uh, Sid, and Judah will return. With kind of somber looks. Is everything... Did it go okay? Yeah. Cherish is fine. Wait, what do you mean? Still Cherish work. is fine. 
Our cherish is fine. Okay. All right. Checking. Yeah, that's fair. I assume burning a body that looks exactly like your own is traumatic. Yes. Probably. Valor is still with her, though, so that's something. Good. Whew. Well, Judo will say, so there, yeah. about a party, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not usually one for drinking, but I think tonight I'm going to need to make an exception. Spot it's been man. a, it's been a week. Yes, it's been a day. It's been a rough several days. I died. I was literally just about to right. say. I was like, "Yeah, Judah, Judah does need a drink. He was mm-hmm. dead for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Like dying to make you really a, like just a, appreciate your mortality." All right, well, Grawl, what do you need? What do I? Uh, we should probably check in with Arbadon. Really. Good He's call. Let's do it. Running things. Okay. Um, oh, everyone, everyone, just before we go. All right, do I have your attention now? Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're good. I was thinking of something else. That's okay. I do that a lot. Mm. Right over here. Yeah. Pile of bones. Huh. Don't touch it. Now you might think to yourself, wow, those bones look like trash. We should get rid of them. Don't, they're Talilas. Don't you dare touch the bones. They're obviously Talilas. Why would you think they were trash? I'm, exactly. I'm just <laughs> making sure everyone's on the same page. Do they smell? They smell like bones. Whatever bones smell like. They smell a little. Probably like blood. Yeah. Blood like and viscera. How, how, how long. Are they going to be there? She's just making a couple of trips, I think. And then she's going to resummon George, Yeah, I think. We're we're thinking by the time it's... We need to sleep in this tent. There won't be a... I'm not sleeping tonight. No way. Yeah, I mean, if... if I guess if the party... Girl bash is anything like, yeah, the rest of the festivities we've all y'all y'all have I usually go to bed early but Camion will stare at the bone pile and then look back to all of you and say I think I'm going to find somewhere else to sleep tonight (laughs) I can just roll out of bed roll anywhere anywhere that's not here (laughs) oh that's you okay what did you what Hmm? nothing what did you (laughs) Oh, oh! What am I missing? <laughs> you know, Judah will just clap a hand on their shoulder, shaking his head, and he'll say, "I am not going to Shook sleep it. here either. I am sure what? there will be plenty of space <laughs> elsewhere in the camp to sleep." Wow. Tirza has both hands just like pressed over her mouth and is laughing. And I really hope George doesn't look like me this time. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, here's hoping. 
<sighs> is being made by demon bones. So. That's not better, Sid. That's not better. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. In fact, I think it might be worse. I think it, yeah, definitely. If it's being made of demon Certainly. bones and ends up looking like any of us, it's so much worse. <laughs> I I get the distinct feeling that George probably not going to look like me, but, you know, that's okay. But what if it does? What? No, what if it looks exactly like you, Sid? But I don't, I feel <laughs> like Delilah doesn't, I don't feel like, Delilah definitely is not a big fan of me. It'd be strange if... Clearly she's been inspired by your good looks, Sid. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> oh, I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that. I mean, I'm, yeah, that's it's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's why the golem was made out of bones and had uh, horns. Yeah, clearly inspired by Sid. Yep. That's oh, the right. last party time. One. Anyways, yeah. Mm. I think you're right. talking. You're walking and talking. Mm, walking <laughs> and talking. We're doing a sorkin. Leaving the tent, you find the. Rest of the Jarashir war camp that is now intermingled with Guardian Guild members is all kind of focused towards the center of this place, which is, of course, the temple. Uh, Distantly, there is the sound of music. It's, It's rough, and it's uneven, and it's by no means Bard Guild standard. But it is music. There is drums. There is low piping. There is what sounds like a washtub bass. Who's got? Who's on spoons? Uh, I don't know about spoons, but there's definitely like somebody with wash pans doing a bang, 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 bang. <laughs> this guy gets it. It's like that uh, father and son with the stove door. <laughs> But yes, they somehow added, magically also have a trombone here. <laughs> like I said, there's like wind instruments happening here. Mm-hmm. There, There is like, maybe not uh, a trombone, but there's at least one didgeridoo. Nice. So Like th- some sort of loot of some kind. Like people bring stuff like that to... Yeah, a lot of it didn't necessarily survive the... Oh yeah, it's that's conflict. Fair. It's the hardier instruments that have made it yeah. through the the fighting down here. The ones that can be used as weapons. Like I said, there's like the best they could do where a stringed instrument is concerned is a a washtub bass with like one big string that's letting out a boom boom boom. No, no one has a, a yumyun hammer paw axe axe. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh, yeah. No bards of the uh, the Iron Order came this far south. <laughs> Shoot. The, the 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 College of Steel Strings is uh, very well known in dwarven circles, but unfortunately yeah. did not send a contingent here. As uh, you approach, yeah, you see a, a band that is by no means a professional ensemble this whatever instruments they could throw together to make something with a rhythm that's fine the more you drink the better they get it's true uh but as they're like striking up some and they're just kind of like jamming at this point it's more of a a fish concert than actual songs um as they're trying to work together to find some kind of melody (laughs) i love that blast (laughs) 
I mean, I could have said Dave Matthews Band, and it would have been just as ah, true. Both yeah. good, both, both good digs. <laughs> How jam band do we want to get? I don't know. Um, Three Eleven. Mm. <laughs> I've seen them in concert. That's an experience. <laughs> uh, but leastways, they are uh, quickly hushed as you all approach. And the kind of open space in front of the temple is now crowded with people, both Jarshir and Guardian Guild members. Um, looking now at the, the assembled folk here, you can tell it's probably like two-thirds Jarshir, one-third Guardian Guild in terms of the population split. But there are uh, species and classes of all description here. Uh stragglers from different guardian guilds who haven't managed to leave yet are still here. So there's lock wardens, there's edge masons, there are bark watch and Haven guard. There are members of the thunder guard, the, that unofficial extra guardian guild. You know that there are quite a few rift keepers sprinkled in among them, yourselves included. So there is a representation of every order meant to defend the Valley represented here. And as you are approaching this space, uh, there is a, a rough cough, and you see uh, a minotaur with his arm still braced against his side uh, will stand up and shout, The Threadless! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Let's get this party started! If I had champagne, I'd, you know crack it open and there's like a, a rough cheering from those assembled uh most vocally from the guardian guild members uh but the the jarashir will take up the cry as well uh and as uh you enter this space grawl you lift up your arms in victory mm -hmm. hell yeah with a uh, grawl in the lead you enter this space and there's like a a stomping and a clapping and a uh uh, a loud, vociferous minotaur from somewhere in the back says, Speech! Speech, okay. Growlbash speech! Growlbash speech. It is Growlbash. I think, I think you gotta take it. Okay, do I get up on the stage? And there is a rough stage, stage made, that's where the band is set up, yeah. <laughs> yeah do it. And Inspire us. Yeah, okay. A, a, a hearty looking, uh, Halfling woman with a, a corn cob pipe will grip your hand and bring you up onto the stage. Hexia Cobseed, who was apparently uh, one of the drummers in this band. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, do we have like a little megaphone or anything? No, but there's. Like it, you've got about a, a 10 foot gap between your head and everybody else's and everyone's kind of looking at you now. Jar, Sheer, and Guardian Guild alike. Welcome, everyone, to Grawlbash, a new, a new fun, fun event we're throwing here. Uh, it's part of uh, a holiday I'm dubbing Grawloween, <laughs> um, which I'm sure all of you are aware. Let's see some hands out there. See how many people are aware that there's one. <laughs> One. 
that's more than there was 10 minutes ago. So we're 100% increase. Well, everyone, thank you for coming. We've got troughs of alcohol to celebrate <laughs> this uh, wonderful day, night, too. And hey, we're all still alive, which is cause for celebration. Woo! Sid, Sid, I need cheer. Yeah. There's a, a smattering of applause from around the crowd. Tonight, we're going to make merry. We are going to party like it's the end of the world because we've already lived through it. Slight susuration runs through the crowd I, as yeah, the jar is sheer. Exchange words. I'm not playing to that. I'm not playing to that. Oh, so like you're not playing to like 90% of this crowd? Hey, 60%. Hey, they're pl- they just supplied the space, okay? They, they, yeah. <laughs> they're just the venue. Just the venue. Yeah, they're the venue. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. That's fair. God, I wish I was here instead of watching my own body burn. <laughs> <laughs> you might be having more fun, uh, honestly. <laughs> we'll get to me. <laughs> so, everyone, let the alcohol flow. And then uh is there like a readily accessible like already poured alcohol uh, beverage near like one of the band members. Uh, One of them was clearly using a jug that was half full of something as some kind of wind instrument. Great. I'm taking that up in my hands. Okay. And there's a a clatter and other people are grabbing mugs and cups and uh, whatever they can grasp that holds some kind of beverage. Not all of it alcoholic. Oh, shit. Who has the bag of holding? Uh, Elliot, did I give you the bag of holding, or do, do I still have it? I think Tears still has it. I think you still have it. So yeah. I, I I wasn't sure, but if I if I do still have it, yeah, I will actually I'll pull out. Um, I know there's liquor in there, but I don't know what it is. So Tears just sticks her hand in the bag and goes, "Liquor." <laughs> Tears, <Tirza>, toss <laughs> me one of those. There is three bottles of wine, two decanters of. Say three bottles of beer and one bottle of bourbon. So you said liquor, take- you get the bottle of bourbon. <laughs> I will take that. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Um uh, alcohol. I'll pull out uh one of the beers and I'll like toss it to grow. Okay. I want to catch it. You catch it. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. And then I do I do no. And then I uh uh I so um yeah i want to uh pop the top of the bot the beer uh with uh my great sword like it's a fucking like it's way too big just yeah (laughs) let's party (laughs) give me and then eldritch blast off into the sky for (laughs) cool lights give me a persuasion check oh boy what a speech Ooh, it's good um yeah, Grawl doesn't do this. Uh, persuasion plus four. 22. 22. Hell yeah. There's a beat as everyone kind of like is processing. Wait, Grawloween, Grawl Bash, Grawl, Grawl Threadless, <laughs> we win, and all of that equals slash equals booze. <laughs> Um, it's a lot of math and when they get there there's a a delayed but it's definitely there a yeah from the crowd 
and there's a, a chortling, snide laughter from behind you as the halfling woman is just shaking her head, but then starts out <laughs> beating a, a rhythm on a uh, a big turned upside down drum that she's got. Hey, hey, I wasn't prepared to make a speech. I really wasn't. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. It worked though, didn't it? So. And there is a, a general uh, shouting and Grawlbash commences. Uh, the band strikes up with some, uh, some rough starts, but eventually uh, there is a half-elf among them that begins shouting old, like, camp songs. Uh, in while it's not great singing, it is enthusiastic. It'll get better. And the people who are playing in the band are sort of just like tamping or blowing or strumming out the time with the camp song. And it's it works. It is what it is, but it works. And people start imbibing. There is not a lot of alcohol here. Uh, there is some kind of sacramental wine that the Jarashir begin busting out. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Uh, That's it's, when you know it's, it's a not party. <laughs> great. It doesn't taste good. You're not supposed but to have more than like a sip done. of it. <laughs> uh, I'm imagining it's like, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Manischewitz. Yeah, it's like elderberry. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there uh, is some, like, rough camp liquor that's been made by the the Guardian Guilds that apparently some people, like, ran up to the ruins of their camp to try to scavenge what they could. You equated it to toilet wine, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it it, it, it is, uh, latrine brew is what it would be. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Dog, I was drinking my tea when you said that. Don't do that. This morning was a very fine year. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I've got the yesterday. Mm, quite the bouquet. God. It was made with a bouquet. An excellent terroir, uh, of course. Really releases the tannins when you let it sit for three hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta let uh, it breathe, because it, it's continuing to breathe. You just gotta yeah. keep letting it breathe. Right, mm -hmm. and also, you try not to breathe near it, because you won't <laughs> like it as much if you do that. There is one member of the Lock Wardens who has a magic item called an alchemy jug. Yes. Uh, that they pour beer in excess, but eventually it does run out. Where's uh, where's Cherish El with the donkey? Where's Cherish I was gonna say, Elliot, is does Cherish have the donkey or is it in the bag of holding? I do have the donkey. It, it's part. I have it on my list of things that I mm -hmm. have, but I think I specifically brought it with me to the pyre because I figured that we'd be going straight to Grawlbash afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think about thirty minutes into the pyre, Cherish is like, "Well, we're gonna be late for Grawlbash," so reaches in, uh, says the says the the activation word which is draconic um, for ass yeah um <laughs> i think i the donkey I write down back. uh asno um and i pull a bottle out of it and i'm like so we should probably pregame <laughs> and <laughs> valor is just 
blinking slowly as you just conjured this donkey <laughs> out of nowhere and reached uh, like an arm straight down into one of its saddlebags and pulled out a <laughs> bottle of wine. Like this unlabeled, just dark bottle that you just thumb the cork out of. Yeah. Rip it out with your teeth. <laughs> And, like, tasting the cork, you can tell that some of the, like, it's bled into the cork a little bit. Just like, ooh, no, this was not sealed properly, most likely. This is a Darren Dunn special that you're drinking here. Like, like she takes a swig of it, like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's, like, separated a little bit. It's got that vinegar sting to it. Kind of shakes it around a little bit. (laughs) And on it's the just second like a swing, layer of sediment. It like it tastes shockingly of cherries. And drinking it, there is this real sense that you've never tasted anything like this in this world. And that this might not be from this world. The bottle is so old and like it's almost like sea glass that you're looking at as you're drinking from it. It's so weathered and ancient. But there's also something very, very familiar about it that you can't place. Some kind of almost ancient sense memory that takes you as you drink it. Just like something about it feels unbelievably wholesome and familiar to you. It's not bad. And... Valor, who's still kind of processing the conjured donkey, will go, clearly this is another story that I need to hear, as he'll take the bottle. I mean, if we're going to be here a while. So my stepdad's a dragon. <laughs> and then we go away. As Hosier um, plays. Was that <laughs> the, the Bailey school kids? Stepdads can't be dragons. That's the the... the most recent addition to that. <laughs> and yeah, Valor Dragons will can't be stepdads. Partake of the uh, the alcohol as well. Uh, what is everyone's intent with Grawlbash? <sighs> got a got a lot loose, you know. H- how how nasty you be? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I guess how my question us, is how many of us are finding other places to sleep tonight <laughs> yeah <laughs> how many of you do I need to ask for constitution saving throws I mean oh me absolutely me. and I'm not even here yet <laughs> are we all imbibing that's what I'm everyone? asking no I'm, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm asking everyone is everyone Including Kirza, I, who normally does not. I mean, I, I a little, but I I'm also want to make sure that nobody dies tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm totally totally going for it. Okay, it's my party, and I'll drink if I want to. So Tirza, you're going easy. I mean, that's how it starts out. At least okay. we'll see how crazy this gets. <laughs> Like I said, the alcohol is in limited supply, so it's not difficult to go easy if that is the choice you make. Um, 
those who vie for such things are definitely in uh, heightened supply, because even among the Jarashir, there are those who are just like, you know what, fuck it, we just survived a fight with demons. Time to cut loose. Mm-hmm. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You would note that the other auger bearers, uh, those who are even present, uh, are kind of doing the same thing that you are, Tirza, in terms of not necessarily. Catherine. You'll you'll see uh, Agni Brandbearer with a, a cup of something in his hand that he is not drinking. Yeah, I was gonna say like I'm also a religious official, sort of, kind of. So it'd probably be a little awkward if I got wasted here. And you would not see specifically uh, Sedna the Scaled or Varsha Ironheart, uh, as well as Benoni, are not present. Yeah. Benoni better be asleep. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) There is an atmosphere of blissful celebration is how it starts. There are pockets of grim kind of survivor's guilt zones uh, within this party, but there is a a very friendly minotaur going around trying to pick up people's spirits. Hmm. Um, Judah, who is kind of going at it a little, like, headlong, you've never seen him... I mean, he's drank in front of you alcohol, but this is just like, he gets a bottle of wine from somewhere and just kills it himself. Like, Like I graduated from, like, I graduated from a Catholic high school, and now I'm at my first college party, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, those of you who are uh, going in on your private booze (laughs) supply, which you have readily available to you. Um, I'm gonna need some Constitution saving throws. Who? All right, tears. Let's get that bonus. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Tears's Paladin bonuses uh, are not a part of this because this is more of a long term how your night is going, and you're not unless you're literally not- only ever drinking next to Tears. <laughs> Hey, 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 guys, stand right next to me all night so that you don't get super wasted. Nah, baby. As soon as Cherish nah. gets there, like, I'll I'll get out a few oh. bottles of the wine. Like, yeah, I know that Valor and Cherish get there probably super late if Valor's going at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, like, pull out a couple bottles when I get there. And then I'm dancing, baby. Uh, before... Cherish gets there. I start spreading rumors of of the legendary uh, booze budo that uh, makes its way through this part of part of the valley. And on night just like this one, <laughs> we just might see it. It just might take this party to another level. Give me a deception check, or, or, or performance. One of those two. I think my deception's higher. Uh, yes, it is. Silly. Silly, uh, silly. 17. Okay. Uh, there are some very, like, sidelong glances, and uh, one or two of the Guardian Guild members are just like, that's Sid Emberlight, man. He wouldn't lie to us. He's like, and- the play said he never told a lie. 
Why would the Tirza hears a hears somebody mention something about the booze bureau and just like like head snaps to where Sid is like talking to a crowd of people, just like, damn you, Sid Everlight. And then Cherish comes <laughs> in the bullshit. comes in like motherfucking married. <laughs> Donkey. You ride the donkey into the party. Why not? Booze yeah. bus. Oh, right. So anyways, uh, Constitution, Constitution saving throws. Saving throws yeah. <laughs> 19. Hmm. Ooh, That's a spicy nice. meatball. Um, no. 13. Hmm. What's Seven. Seven. Oh. oh, no. Oh, Sid, my boy. Yeah. Why is this always the way with you? It's just how it, it's how it be. So, so I would like to point out that I specifically was like, I'm not going to go hard so I can make sure no one dies tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Noted. This is not going to die. <laughs> he no. He that one fancy one and then and, and went off and disappeared for a while. I, yeah. I just mean, I'm going to be no mom's friend. As far as we know. That's that true. actually explicitly not true, and you know it. Oh, yeah. There is a certain blood hag still somewhere about. <laughs> yeah, but where is she at? Yeah, good question. She's in the corner of the party, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just offering tinctures, you know. <laughs> Absinthe, gotta pour it over the thing, and then light the thing, and then... Exactly. It's all, and part She's of it, got her own all cocktail bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little rolling trolley thing. But leastways, um, yeah, Cherish, you do not uh, turn around and leave the pyre, the body having been mostly burned away, but for the the glimmering of the false maz in the embers uh, until around midnight. It takes a, a shockingly long time. And then even after that, uh, you have to turn the earth and bury it because you just don't want exposed, blackened, cherished bones lying around. That seems like just an invitation for Talila. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, eventually you do turn and head towards the, the party, but it is around midnight. Okay. The party's still going, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. It's Girl Bash. I would expect nothing else. The band has rotated a couple of times. Uh, people who think they're good at instruments are now playing. Mm. Um, it is a, a loud, raucous thing uh, in which many of the Jarshir are letting their hair down in a way that would shock and appall Tears of Cloakbearer uh, a scant few months ago. Now, though... Having had their reality rocked on so many different levels. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah. To the point where you would look to the side at uh, some point in the night and see Leanne just like surreptitiously hunching down and like swigging at a cup of something. Like behind the dome. Right. <laughs> She flips to a page that's just uh, <laughs> that she has cut out and put a flask into. She would never do that to this book. No, she no. wouldn't. Uh, um, so, needless to say, like the party's picking up. Oh yeah, it's getting more. Okay, great. Um, cool. Uh, 
who had the conversation? Do we all know? Um, do we all remember the god of parties? That Canaeus? Dionysus, baby. W- right. No, I, all, I don't he specifically yeah, was a paladin of Bacchus. Paladin yeah, of Bacchus. Yeah. Okay. Grawl, in, uh, whenever he's in a moment by himself, would like to uh, send a short, quick message to Bacchus. When you say message, do you just mean you're just, praying? He's gonna, yes, he's going to okay. pray, but Grawl doesn't pray for things. So. Sure. <laughs> Give me yeah. a religion check. Hey, what up? Okay. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Uh, you have a you have a pocket watch. You could have cast sending to Bacchus. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, a six, six. You don't. I mean, you've never prayed to Bacchus before. You don't know if oh, uh, yeah this particular try, god though. has answered or heard your prayers. Okay, All you know cool. is the the party is going well. Okay. Can I use the wand of the lazy apprentice? make inanimate objects dance in front of the in front of the <laughs> for a full like, minute wow. you can yes yes can hoist people up in the chair but we don't have to hoist the chair well, doesn't, doesn't gain the ability to fly <laughs> yeah it just kind of walks jumps around. real good <laughs> um one thing you would all be very aware of as this party goes into the past sunset and into the night is that you are all incredibly popular. Each and every one of you will have moments in which some member of the Jarashir or the Guardian Guilds will not take you aside, but come up to you and just, like, praise your deeds. Or people asking for stories. Um, it's more than just people recognizing you from a play. You are all heroes to these people. You left to go into the abyss. That story has gotten around. And you did it, apparently, and then you came back. And people are just flabbergasted by that fact. You would, at each individual times, hear offhandedly in the distance somebody recounting the story of just like, and they fucking went there, man! They fucking went there! There would be times in which uh, fawning individuals would maybe give you more attention than you're even looking for, necessarily, as they're just like, holy shit, your tear's a cloak bearer. You're like, I mean, they called you cloak burner in the play, but that's clearly not true. Uh, no, so much. Um, yeah, I think tears is too sober for this. And will like extricate herself from just getting more and more uncomfortable. And Grawl, you're realizing more and more that there have been stories told of you that are maybe not as flattering. You're beginning to realize that you were the comic relief of the play. Um, oh, it imitates life. That's fine. <laughs> people Reading like drink. were just like, oh man, classic Grawl speech. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Hey, the kind of a classic cross. <laughs> People asking, like, did you just you couldn't find any banana peels? I guess. I have a banana peel, and I pull out. <laughs> and I throw it into the air. <laughs> you just throw a banana at Grawl. Not at him. I just kind of toss it in the air. My sword eats the banana. <laughs> Snicker snack. The banana falls, cloven mm-hmm. and twain. Yes. 
Um, no, <laughs> I didn't have any readily accessible banana peels except for the one that just flew at me. <laughs> so it's sort of game of people throwing things to see if see how quick Grawl can catch them. It's like an impromptu baseball game. <laughs> Am I playing Fruit Ninja? I'm playing Fruit Ninja right now. Why <laughs> <Five> Fruit Ninja? <laughs> But more and more people are beginning to uh, be dissuaded of the the comic relief idea behind Grawl because as they approach this foreboding great sword wielding uh, albino hobgoblin, uh, more and more people are just like asking about stories of like what happened to y'all out there. What was it like? Which thing do you want to know about? The time we ran into the cop Bayoon. Uh... What about uh, what about the time we rode a Tarask? Everyone's eyes getting wide. He's like that one, <laughs> that one. Okay, that's a pretty good one. So let's just start from the beginning. Uh, we flew. Uh, well, did we fly? Well, no. Uh, oh, so Draw is, is trying to come up with a story. He's trying to like. Um, mm, well, okay. Well, um, no, that's not right. Um, well, actually. No, and then once he settles on it, right, we have to go back for Sid at one time was a werewolf, but I'm not supposed to tell people about the werewolf thing. So, <laughs> yeah, but his dad's showing up in a little bit, so it'll be fine. <laughs> and then finally, he'll get to like the Terrasque part where we got a judo over there, jumped in its mouth and threw potions down so we could control it while we went to the other side into a different plane of existence. And it's he gets carried away. That thing at a party where you're like, you point at someone as you're clearly talking about them. They can see you from across the party. They don't know what you're saying about them. So they'll just kind of like wave awkwardly like, yep, that's me. How's it going? <laughs> and Pretty then, sure. but like the people around me, when I point at them and he looks back like, what? What are you talking about? They're like, yeah. Yeah, there's like a round of like, yeah, Judah Sunpalm. Mm -hmm. He can talk. Yes. Couldn't do that in the play. No. <laughs> this place is full of inaccuracies. Yes, I would assume so. Haven't seen it. Oh. Too busy saving the world, oh. right? And we'll cheers to that. Um, you're definitely getting some attention from different members of the, the Jarashir as well. Uh, both Sid and Grawl are not being interrogated, but there's definitely some side questions that leave the taste of, so what are your intentions with our, uh, auger bearer? <laughs> oh, Tirza. Tirza's great. She's just like, she's like the best friend you could have. She's always there for you. She always out viable really fucking strong good at smiting really good at smiting things so yeah. i i can't thank you guys enough tears is great um wow i don't know where we'd be without tears probably dead probably probably all be like dead. how do you get I mean, more dead than dead well like, we probably still be no we I, let me we would definitely still be in the abyss without tears it is, is Tirza who has the ability to bring us back from the depths of the most vile ocean you've ever found yourself in, filled with mm -hmm. horrendous nightmare creatures mm -hmm. that boggles the mind and even still keeps me up at night. Tears is the one who saved us from that. And they are all very suitably impressed. Uh, many of the Jarashir are... 
taken aback at first, but then like whispers begin of just like, we know we are part of a greater multiverse now. We know we have been tasked as being guardians of the great multiverse, and the Cloakbearer is the first among us to be able to travel such places. Oh, oh. Um, there, is, there is a new reverence being founded for Tears of Cloakbearer in these moments of just like, she hauled them all out of the abyss. She was able to traverse the plains. Tirza like walks up in the middle of this conversation and then hears her name and then just like backs away as quietly as possible. And Rick, oh, Tira. oh, <laughs> nope, she's gone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, Tirza, you're able to uh maintain a, a decent buzz you're not getting like messy so that's something you're not um, getting sid Emberlight or anything yeah well, sid <laughs> you got some fortified alcohols in your bag my friend and uh you are using them to the extreme so when uh just around midnight a certain purple tiefling rides in on the beer burrow um, and I think she's like, like arms outstretched and I think she's been like that and with one of the bottles of wine in her hand I think she's been like that she, like, she misjudged the timing on it so she's been like that for like eight minutes or so on the lead up <laughs> you, you gotta put your arms down dog and, uh, when, I'm when sure you Valor left, has been saying that much <laughs> uh, Valor said he'd catch up Um, he, he said, are you sure? Yes. I've got to, um, take care of, it takes a long time to get out of the plate mail to go to the bathroom. So you just, you go on ahead. Okay. Okay. I'll be right behind you by like 15, 20 minutes. Cause then you got to put the armor back on. Um, don't. Would I be making an insight check at disadvantage? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, and one of us a nat 20. Oh, no. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, the other one is a 10. The armor is very complicated. You've seen tears of having to try to go to the bathroom in a very similar setup, and it's just, it takes forever. Okay. I'll see if you dance. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually Cherish flounces into the uh the party and there is an audible gasp from some people as they go, The beer burrow. <laughs> the legends are true. <laughs> And and like all, almost on cue, but not like she didn't hear the whispers. Like I have more alcohol, and a cheer goes up from the crowd. <laughs> yeah, Arbadon saying, "I remember that donkey." <laughs> yeah, right. It's my stepdad's donkey. Yeah, he's sober now. <laughs> he doesn't need it. <laughs> Bring the mood of the party down. <laughs> Doing him a favor by drinking this. But that means more alcohol for us. 
And that's want us when the it. party kind of kicks into high gear is when yeah. the the saddlebags right. of it's not limitless. Right. I, I and I don't think that. that I think that Cherish well, I only got a thirteen, but I think she's trying to like be like, okay, I will distribute the booze burrows almost boundless supply but like she's trying to not let people like crowd it and dig into it because she does i think she does still remember that kind of comforting feeling of it for her and she's like i want to save some of it and uh arbidon's got your back he's kind of acting as the bouncer to be like hey hey don't don't crowd the donkey all right it's a gentle beast. <laughs> Indeed. When it's gotten to a place where it's not moving anymore, the donkey will just sit down and then lay down and then start to drool and snore. <laughs> reminding you of a certain <laughs> alcoholic dragon. Um, but it remains there and its uh, packs are... Uh, readily available to those who wish to sup its uh, alcoholic depths. Yes. And um, I sent off a thank you to Bacchus. Because clearly this is his doing. Give me a religion check. Yeah, okay. 13. <laughs> clearly Bacchus smiles upon this party for the obviously great quantities of alcohol that are now present. Yep. Good job, Bacchus. Tirza, you are seeing a couple of Jarashir among the number here who have maybe gone around the bend in terms of self-discipline. I was just about to say, I was like, <laughs> Tirza is ineffectively trying to get people to drink. She's the like, the like, uh, when you go out with friends and they get way too drunk way too fast and you're like, yeah, let's do these shots. But they're actually just water shots. Mm. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> And one Sorority of those people party. is yeah. Pallavi Stormstaff, who's just like, "Oh no, no, let's get the donkey." Oh no, Auntie Pallavi, <laughs> donkey. <laughs> you would see oh. over in the corner that. Uh, Leanne is kind of like sitting, holding the book to her chest with a look of just like extreme <laughs> concentration on her face. And Agni is gently rubbing her back. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. We're all messes. Oh no. <laughs> um. Uh, Rahana Browblast is also getting like increasingly more tipsy, but she's holding her liquor better than most of the other Jarashir. She... You've not really had much of an interaction with her in the past. Uh, she's an air genasi. She's got the the circlet of the weird psionic caster that you saw in the, the past vision. Um, she, one thing you know about her is that her feet rarely touch the ground. She seems to have the ability to just kind of, like, float in the air. Uh, her movement is more of a glide than an actual walk. 
and she seems to be doing her best to make members of the Jarashir who are from Pashbari. She's livening their spirits. She's moving to, like, section to section of the party and encouraging bright humor and frivolity where she can. Um, you know oh, yeah. they are definitely among the darkest tempers of those uh, among the Jarashir when they began to factionalize, but uh, that's yeah. mostly because their village leader is still missing. Missing, yep. But uh, Rukhana is apparently doing her best to try to at least make this night good for them. Um, she is acting as their party Sherpa, uh, yeah. while also partaking a great deal herself. Um, at some point, I try to ineffectually get Sid to drink water too. Like Sid, please drink, please drink a glass of water, please. You're at this so point, drunk. At this point, you just have to hand me something, and I'll down it. So it's not that hard. <laughs> okay. And Sid, you're definitely getting some amorous attention from more than a few members of the Guardian Guilds. Uh, there are. Male and female alike, who are giving you some just like, oh, city and emberlite. I've heard stories. I think uh, I try to, well, I, doing anything with any amount of tact is really just impossible at this point. But, you know, I'm just like trying to get get a sense of who these people are. You all know who I am, but but you all have tales to tell and I hear it. Okay. Uh, there is a dwarvish woman of the Edge Masons, uh, mm-hmm. who has a big, long-handled hammer, uh, that she is kind of, like, planted in the ground and sort of leaning on a little bit. Um, she is, uh, an Edge Mason as such. She has fought, uh, a great deal of monsters. She is apparently, uh, known for being a Cyclops Slayer. Oh, sweet. Um, there is a, uh, a sea elf from the Lock Wardens. Uh, mm-hmm. he is a sort of barrel-chested, uh, Aquaman-esque individual, um, who is, uh, has, uh, heard tell of you from a, uh, a friend of his once, a, uh, Captain Guru, you might have, uh, been familiar Ah, uh, yes, Captain Grew. It has been many I've had the pleasure of company, but what a lovely individual. Apparently, the, the bear folk captain spoke very, very highly of Sid Emberlight and his abilities to uh, see through the deceptions of the Wicked Fae. Literally never fallen for any Fae tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was it a log or whatever one time <laughs> yeah yeah it was, uh-huh. he was very certain that that log was some sort of fairy trick yeah. but he didn't fall for it and that's what's mm-hmm. important <laughs> yeah it's true there is a uh, a shifter woman who is a member of the bark watch uh she mm. has uh like slightly vulpine features, definitely mm-hmm. uh, ears and a tail, and it's like slightly uh, hairy around the the hackles and the jaw. Not quite a mm-hmm. full beard, 
Um, mm-hmm. She is a apparently a friend of uh, Lucia Bellwether. Um, oh yeah, and uh, she too has uh, been around the 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 East Woods and has made it as far as uh, Fair Ames here. And she says that uh, you definitely remind her of some of the the highborn elves of that place. I think Sid at this point is so drunk that he's like, well, funny you should ask or mention. Uh, Turns out I'm related to, you know, and he just goes, he goes into that. So the fact that Sid is an elvish prince begins uh, circulating the party (laughs) pretty quick after that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And I'm the one who throws bananas. (laughs) I hate this stupid play. So yeah, City and Emberlight, uh, Lost Prince of Fair Ames here is uh, another story that begins to weave through the party. Uh, but Jesus. yeah. Um, the, the list goes on, Sid, so I could keep going. Um, I will... I mean, you don't need to keep making up NPCs for me, Mike. I do this enough to... <laughs> <laughs> We'll just say it's an extensive group uh, of individuals. I would say over the course of the evening, more than a few people uh, are trying to make moves on you. (sighs) Sid doesn't want to mount. I don't think Sid is looking for for to pull an Arbidon necessarily, but Mm. but also I think Sid's uh, inhibitions are are lowered at this point and um, proper decision-making is not in, in his hands. Um, if so... it helps, I just texted Elliot saying, yeah, Tirza continues to push through these fucking hor- groupies like bonk. All of you need to go to horny jail <laughs> to Sam Sid water every so often. Just like, you clearly see that Sid is, she doesn't even know what's happening right now. And you're just like, like, all right, everybody, None move of you on. are free from sin. Get out of here. <laughs> church mom church swoops event. in. <laughs> like, leave, yeah. leave room for Shamaran. <laughs> for Shamaran. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you gotta leave yeah. room for the gods in triplicate, that's a lot of room. A lot yeah. of room. Yeah. Tears of the spoiled out there? That's a lot. <laughs> You can only the, dance with people, but like six feet apart from them. Yeah. The point is not that Tirza is going to cock block, but we'll also be like, hey, get out of here. <laughs> it's just like we're like shooing them away with a broom if you need Think it. Think you're good enough for the elf prince <laughs> of Stormhaven. <laughs> also, I think if that starts going around the party, Cherish is going to take any opportunity to be like, I made him throw up elk <laughs> into his <laughs> magic circle. And that story yeah. starts uh, that story starts circulating the party too. <laughs> the elvish prince who once was transformed into a cat and was forced to uh, throw up in order to complete some sort of magical ritual. It's true. It's all true. Said Emberlight never lies. And (laughs) 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 
Maybe there's a little bit of elk still left. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I gotta leave. I gotta go perform a magic ritual. <laughs> Is anybody seeing a ritual circle? I gotta, I gotta barf. <laughs> I got. Um, Cherish, once you join the party, uh, you get a lot of the same treatment as everybody else. Um, more than a few Guardian Guild members ask you, uh, where Valor is. Um, maybe making some assumptions about who would know where Valor is. Um, um, I think she's like, yeah, he had to, you know... I don't know, you wear plate, if you wear plate armor, if you know someone who wears plate armor, it takes a lot of time to go to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's some knowing He said he'd come by later. Um, you two would also have members of the Jarashir uh, making tentative approaches towards you. Just be like, <laughs> I will have a conversation with a tiefling. <laughs> Aha. Wow, I'm how glad I'm drunk enough for this. Oh <laughs> wow. my god. Gosh. Wow. So you are a tiefling. <laughs> you should just cherish, you should just be like, I'm a princess of hell. <laughs> Elf prince, just wait till you hear about my shit. <laughs> My mom's a dragon. <laughs> you actually awesome. say that at some point. Probably. Okay. There's a story that's starting to float around. <laughs> Man, the sequel to the play about us is going to be it's gonna real be good. So, it's going to be so much better. The one time no a sequel sense. is better than the original. <laughs> it's going to be so ridiculous. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Um, but uh, Cherish as well would have some amorous advances um, by individuals in the night. And, like, one or two Jarashir who are, like, so awkwardly trying to, like, oh, so you are a very powerful fighter, I hear. <laughs> I've swung a sword or two in my life and then went unconscious immediately. So, sure. Mm. And you travel with the cloak bearer, which is a, a great honor that you have. She's my best friend. The best friend of the cloak bearer. Oh, I don't. Yeah, we're best friends. Uh, and they are suitably impressed by that. Um, Camion, I'm sure they're being a sourpuss somewhere. Camion, dance with me. And some from somewhere, Camion says, "I don't dance." Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Judah, <laughs> dance with me. <laughs> Camion's being a sourpuss. And Judah will drag Camion out into the floor next to the bandstand. 
Camion, just do like some flips and stuff. It's way cool. Camion's just, just a, have to do. Uh, a solid <laughs> uh, fall, just digging their heels into the ground. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Straight lines from where their heels get drug across the ground. And so I think Cherish just like takes their hands and is like like swaying around like with a completely like <laughs> solid still camion. <laughs> <laughs> just like like spins spins herself under <laughs> their arm like woo <laughs> isn't this fun treating cam in like a maypole um <laughs> and uh judah's nearby laughing uproariously um grawl later in the evening you definitely have uh people giving you some uh, like, oh, Grawl, oh my. Who are you? <laughs> That's it. Cut away. That's all we got it, guys. Another one. That's all right, you guys. You guys, that's the show button right there. Oh my god. Uh, Perfect take, Grawl. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a response. Yeah, like, I, that was so like I don't know. That was like Reed not thinking. That's just it's just you're real. just cha- the growls being channeled out of yeah. you. That's, you know automatic writing. That's, yeah, that's that's growl being friendly and interested in another human being. That made me very warm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, uh, did we cast sending earlier in the day? With which pocket watch did we do that with? Sids. Do I still have one? You do. I don't yeah. know if you have attuned to it at any point yet. Fuck no, I haven't. I don't think I have. Just let him say yes. Come on. <laughs> I we will all say there's plenty of time text. in which it could have happened. Yes. Yeah, during our short rest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. It's a perfect time Excellent. for it. Cool. How cool. dare cool. you cool. encourage cool. him to drunk text? <laughs> Don't drink and send, kids. Listen, listen. We've all had a lot of fun here today. <laughs> As we all look straight into the camera. <laughs> yeah. Drunk so yes, guys. I will say <laughs> at some point earlier today, Grawl will totally have attuned to the pocket watch. Awesome. Cool. After everyone, if people come up and try to like converse uh with him flirt the word is flirt yeah i don't know i don't know what that word is uh, we don't have that in hobgoblin you you do though you've done it i no i've had nice conversations with people i have to get another drink as he's very obviously got a full drink <laughs> um uh he will go and then just what can I get your number? Grawl, visibly texting. I don't have a phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Grawl wants to say uh, he will slink away really quick uh, to send uh, a message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, killer party called Grawl Bash for Grawloween. New holiday. When are you? Um, when are 
Um, God, this is hard. This is hard. <laughs> you have three you have... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you, okay. <laughs> and that was sent to Wow. Etsuko, 100%. Okay. 100%, yeah. Oh, boy. It's oh, accidentally sent to the old like, mage. Exactly. The nerve. <laughs> Why did that go to Captain Kangaroo? It's kind of getting a lot of mixed signals. Sent to Pyre Scale. Sent to Pyre No. Yeah, I swear to God, Mike, if he winds up having a pocket watch, I quit. E and F, E and F are right next to each other in the in the yeah. It's true. Directory. Yeah. In the pocket watch directory. Thankfully, sending doesn't work like that. Yeah. Uh, so at around 2 a.m., you cast sending to Etsuko. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Uh-huh. This can only go well. And. Hmm. Okay. Because how far out were they? Uh, they should arrive at some point tomorrow. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, they were about they they said they could make it uh, down there in about two and a half days, thanks to okay. some help from the edge masons. I couldn't remember if it was a day and a half or two and a half days. Two and a half. Um, yeah, if it was one and a half, they'd already be here. Uh, but would be you awesome. eventually get a response that says. Grawl? Why did you... I'm not sure why you would be sending at this hour. It is everything okay? I hope you... you... Gentle <laughs> 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 Maiden Celestia. <laughs> Wait, was that pretty fire? Sid, can I borrow your pocket? What? Oh, I, use the I throw a banana at you. It's fine. It hits me directly in the face. <laughs> I pick it up off the ground and I eat it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Potassium's good for you. Uh, so, yeah, Grawl, you're able to hold your liquor pretty good throughout the evening. Um, Sid, obviously, not so much. No. Uh, Cherish, you do okay. Um, Sid, you definitely get sick at some point. Yeah, damn it. Damn. Oh, is that before or after? That's after everybody, like, there's a group who's sort of fawning, fawning over Sid. Is that, like, at some point he's talking with somebody, it's going well, Tirza hasn't showed up to, to shoo them away, and then Boom. Uh, if that's I how you want to play circle. it, sure. Yeah. yeah. A ritual I... circle is what he said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're calling it now. Yeah, that's what we're calling it now. Yeah, so the, the dwarf woman is just like, you know, they called me a cyclops slayer. I'm good at killing things with one eye. And then you go, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a. Like <laughs> <laughs> 
Where, wait, where are you going? <laughs> God, it hurts. Am I not pretty enough? <laughs> uh. um. Sid. Poor boy. Uh, yeah. Um, is there anything anyone would like to accomplish in the, the night's festivities? Any specific goals in mind other than just having a good time? Uh, I want to, well, I'm probably too drunk to do that. Yeah, I'm just going to throw up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Life goal. <laughs> yeah. Just, goal well, achieved. Life goal. Stop vomiting at some point. You are the grand champion of vomiting. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you just continually vomit for the next three hours. For like... Yeah, three hours. No, I think there's at least one embarrassing moment where you get sick during the evening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, drunkenly... I think Sid is the type of drunk, like, who he's almost uh, uh, incomprehensible, but he he goes up to to the various members of the uh, Threadless and just like, we... You're just so great, and I appreciate having you part of the team, and 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 we gotta like all be fighting together, and you know, and I, I think I just systematically try to go to every single member, uh, include uh, with the three of you guys will probably be the last three, um, and just kind of drunkenly just expounding how much he he loves and appreciates. But how hey, long will just give you a, a firm pat on the shoulder before walking away? <laughs> Armadon will give you the largest hug. Yeah. What was that? Re- yeah. Our- At what point does Sid just sit down and start spilling his guts and his emotions to the 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 beer burrow? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that definitely yeah. the 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 beer donkey is is the last stop for Sid. He's um okay, just just sitting in front of this passed out donkey, and he's mm-hmm. yeah, he's just spilling it, spilling his guts. This uh this particular ass is uh used to the the drunken rants <laughs> of uh. Not only uh, certain dragons, but also the the men of the Lyodon family. So this is perhaps not the first time that a Lyodon has had drunken confessions to this particular magical donkey. Yeah, and uh, I'm, yeah. Just like, I'm just like, I'm just like leaning, <laughs> I'm just leaning up against this donkey, being like, I was in a city with my family, and I didn't really because I was hiding. And- I prom. I made a promise to my half sister that I was gonna, but I never had a conversation. And then we saw other worlds. We saw other planes of existence, and places so big and massive. And all of a sudden, everything that I've been holding onto doesn't really make any sense. And now I just want to, like, you know, spread roots and make connections. You know, I've been so, re- you know, and he just goes <laughs> into it. Um, the donkey snores sagely. <laughs> Thank you. You're a good listener. Anybody else? 
Um, I think at some point Cherish remembers that Valor said that he was going to come by. And I think while she's like hanging out with Camion and Judah, she's like, Valor's been in the bathroom for so long. Where is he? He's missing a great party. And Judah will say, yeah, I, I miss him so much. Oh, going to the bathroom for so long. <laughs> We're all a mess. Camion will just shake their right. head. Yeah, fine. Um, and say, I'll go try to find him. Yay, you're the best. At this moment, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I know that you don't like parties, but I'm glad you're here. Do you want a hug? No. Do you want a hug? No. Do you sure you don't want a hug? Absolutely. Like a tiny hug? Yeah, absolutely want a hug? No. Oh, come here. <laughs> come here. Come here. Come here. Girl, come they said they don't want a hug. Fine. Rain check on the hug. There will be no witnesses to this hug. I'll keep it a secret. I'll keep it a secret. And then from behind me, Tirza can see my fingers are crossed. <laughs> <laughs> and Camion stalks off into the night trying to find Valor. The, the ring of torchlight makes this place a, a warm, content, uh, boisterous affair that rages on into the the wee hours of the morning. Does anybody else have any particulars they want to happen during the festivities? Terza, you got anything? I mean, I, I think it at some point, there's just the, yeah, like, last last sober fool at a party moment where, like, everyone's having a good time and Tears is just, like, sipping a, out of a red Solo cup. I don't know, a fantasy <laughs> red Solo cup. Just like, what am I doing with my life? And it's but at that no, moment really. that... Uh... A hand would fall on your shoulder, and Agni Brandbearer will stand to your right. He's got bags under his eyes. He clearly hasn't slept in, like, two days. But he's got a big smile on his face as he stares out uh, across the crowd at other members of the Jarashir who are uh, doing whatever the fantasy equivalent of a keg stand is with members of the... <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, Rage Hill. cage. <laughs> <laughs> Is there literally just something called wizard staff here too? <laughs> of course, yes, of course. A literal wizard. It's an actual wizard staff that Fucking you drink dope. booze continuously. Out of. Yeah. Yeah. You, you it's get... like a very long magical beer bong. Uh, there's yeah. also a, a, a drinking game called Mage Hand, where you have to hold your hands behind your back, and somebody else has their hands through your armpits and tries to get you to drink. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's good. Love it. It's very good. That should be a real world game. That's <laughs> hilarious. One day. One day. One day. <laughs> but Agni will stand at your side, Tirza, still smiling, and 
he will say, This night, at least, belongs to them. Yes, it's... It's good that we all get a night off, I suppose. You know you're included in that, right? I mean... Um... Yeah, of course. I just... You know, want to make sure everyone's okay uh, first. And he glances over towards Pallavi Stormstaff, who is playing Wizard Staff, and she has an unfair advantage uh, mm-hmm. because of her actual Wizard Staff. Bullshit. God damn it. Just crush and growl at it. <laughs> Not fair. Not fair. Either. Cheats. Cheat. It's only cheating because you don't have a staff. I can get one. How long does it take no. to go get the other staff from... Uh, <laughs> from Not only does she have a staff, but it is soul-bound to her. Mm-hmm. It's like not even just a regular staff. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I pulled my hand out. I want to turn the greatsword mm-hmm. into a staff. You can turn the greatsword into a quarter staff. Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> And there's a, a honorable <laughs> from the crowd. <laughs> and uh, Agni will say there are plenty of responsible adults about Tirza. Shot! No. Um. <laughs> shot, shot, shot. Um, she'll just kind of like shake her head and smile and nod and say thank you I um yeah thank thanks um and I think she'll kind of make an effort to go be sociable but it's still probably a little as you're making your way away, Agni will call after you and say, The others might forget how young you are, but I don't. Enjoy yourself, child. Yeah. Um, I think at some point, Cherish wanders over to back to the uh, Boozboro mm. um, to, you know, turn it back into a little token and put it in her pocket. So I don't know how Sid what Sid's falls. <laughs> what no, I don't know what Sid's um He's state of mind He's is. Sleeping on on the donkey. Uh, okay. Um <laughs> just sort of gently try to <laughs> get you off of it. Sid. Mm. Sid, I need to get the donkey back into a little a little figurine. That doesn't make any sense. It does, though. It's magic. I don't... I don't have any of that. (laughs) 
It's okay. Come on. Get up. <laughs> mm. And he just kind of like rolls over and it's just like let now laying face <laughs> face first into the stinky, stinky donkey. <laughs> Eventually when Cherish says, get up, the donkey stands up and Sid rolls off. Yeah. Give the donkey a little pat and uh, speak, the, speak the the word again. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's an audible gasp from bits of the crowd. Oh, the legends. One day again. <laughs> <laughs> Disappeared just as mysteriously as it came. Truly, you are the Donkey Herald. <laughs> it's me. The bringer um, of the booze. And I think Cherish, like, kind of wanders back to the tent. Okay. Leaving uh, Sid on the ground. Yeah, sure. Uh, Grawl, what are you up to? Um, well, I was playing Wizard's Staff, but obviously I can't <laughs> compete with a cheater. So Once you have a staff of your Hexblade... That's mm. even footing, my friend. Perfect, perfect. Uh, I intend to win mm. Wizard Staff. Mm -hmm. I believe how Fantasy Wizard Staff is played is you balance whatever your drinking container is on top of the staff and then try to tip the staff so that the drink tips and tips into your mouth but doesn't fall. Okay. Yes. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I want to make sure while I am entertaining those watching and trying to win that also other people are still enjoying themselves. I'm playing mm -hmm. host. Mm -hmm. You do a fantastic job. Uh, people Thank are you, rooting for you, in fact. Most of the Guardian Guild members are just like, Grawl! 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 Yes. Uh, whereas the Jarish are like, Pa-la-vi! Pa-la-vi! <laughs> Grawl, one oh. syllable works better. <laughs> Especially tears are, people. Tears are like, oh god. Tears are so, who will you root for? Do I, tears oh are, no, no. Who do I root for? This this is what the skein witch was talking about. <laughs> this is the final trial. <laughs> this is the choice. <laughs> As the night begins to wind down into early, early morning, uh, Cherish, you make your way back to the tent, and there is a moment as you approach, kind of half stumbling, where you see a very disturbing blue-gray light shining out from beneath the tent flaps. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> falls over <laughs> and you go inside the tent yeah like 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 you know how like as a as, like you kind of instinctively do like karate hands when you're a little bit drunk mm. this is like the instinctual like magic hands <laughs> and right, as I you throw back the tent flap and come inside you see this horrific, 
altar of bones rising up <laughs> along the back wall, crackling blue-gray f- tendrils of light cascading off of a tiny dark form entrenched in that light and inside the altar itself, the altar resolving into two grasping arms that encircle this tiny creature who raises her hands in cackling laughter, her shark-tipped teeth uh, highlighted in the light around her black eyes gleaming as George rises from the back of the tent. And this horrific bone golem just looms over to Lila, its skull made of the shattered remains of a dozen of those split-faced demons kind of bound together with horrible long lengths of what you really hope is normal leather. Um... Bits of mud and sinew bind the long, ape-like arms together that end in four ragged claws, two fingers and two thumbs each coming out of the side of the wrist. The back half of these long, almost toad-like limbs, this thing is ready to leap if it needs to. Yuck. No. (laughs) And its back is just covered in almost a horrific mockery of a hedgehog. Just broken bones jutting out of its shoulders and down along its spine. And it's still got that big recessed cavity in its center mass that is open like some kind of uh, horrific (laughs) aperture. And Talila is busy stuffing little... Bits and pieces, uh, a bit of ribbon here, uh, a small little place to stick her spell book there, organizing the little space she has made for herself inside of George. Hey. And the bones creak as the horrific Leatherface-esque mask turns towards you. But then Talila will turn and the blue lights suddenly disappear. And there's just then her pink and black uh, frilly dress and buckled shoes. Talila will turn, her big black eyes looking at you, revealed in the firelight to cast from outside the tent. And she'll say, oh, hello, Cherish. You miss Grawlbash. Oh, no. I didn't. It missed me. That was on purpose. Cherish like is like nodding very slowly and kind of like winks one eye and does the finger gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good night. <laughs> sort of flops down on one of the cots. Sleep well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you rest relatively well out on the trampled earth just in front I, of the Jarshir temple? I'm not gonna I'm <laughs> not gonna leave you there. <laughs> I tears of old fucking fireman carry you. <laughs> okay. She's like, okay. <laughs> Back, uh, back, all right. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> um and actually oh, as God as she's it. like yeah like, bodily hoisting you I, I think she'll be like i'm really sorry if i was like being too much tonight but you just seem are you okay i'm celebrating not dying in the blood war um so i where where are we going uh to the tents where mm. we're all staying mm. right right did you, so you don't sleep on the ground oh yeah good call yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tirza? Mm-hmm? Did you have fun? You know me. Uh, these parties are, are, are warrior thing. And girls thing. And, uh, cherishes thing. It's okay. Uh, well, how, how do you have fun? We had this conversation was, last was I... time too yeah uh, but was i drunk though uh yeah i think we were all pretty well i mean i was okay but yeah. it's really hard for me to get drunk actually mm. um yeah well the next time we celebrate we should do we should do something that you're more into we we have enough of these big big old big old celebrations Hey, Sid, and I think it's at this point that we're, like, getting back to the tent. She's, mm. like, set, sets you down. Yeah. Sid, it's... I have fun hanging out with you guys. And you're my friends, too. So it's... It's okay. And she'll just kind of, like, shove, like, just shove. Okay, this conversation's over. Good night. <laughs> And when you enter, you find Cherish passed out on one of the cots, and uh, Talila curled up under a blanket, her little buckled shoes poking out from underneath, snoring gently. No sign of any horrific bone golems here. Oh. Good. Oh, okay. No pile oh. of bones, either. Nothing to worry about. I'm gonna about worry then. about that. <laughs> Grawl, your friends have departed for the most part. Okay. You see off to one side Judah is kind of leaning with a little bit of a, a list to it. Uh, his shoulder pressed uh, against that of Arbidon's. The two minotaurs kind of just like leaning drunkenly against each other. Nice. You guys doing okay? Too good. And Judah will like crack an eye and look at you and he'll glance over at Arbidon, who's clearly snoring, like drool coming out of his mouth, mm -hmm. and Judah mm -hmm. will go Oh right, right. I got you. I got you. Yeah. He's, he's very sleepy. Very, very sleepy. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand. Do you want a blanket? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Um, is there a readily accessible tablecloth? Yeah, sure. Or some sort <laughs> of thing. Cool, great. Hey, bud, I got you. I got you a blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap up. Roll, wrap up. roll, yeah. roll. What? That is a tablecloth. It, it, I, it slipped my mind. But I am so sorry. Will it? Yes. Well, then this is for you, bud. Oh, oh, no, no, it's for him. Right. I'm going to give it to you for you to kind of Indiana Jones style slip it over him so you can get out. Indiana Jones, I have no idea who that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Second will, favorite play. <laughs> I will do that because I don't need. I'm. Everything is to warm it? compared to the other place where we were. This is true. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're not there now, so it's it's all sunshine. Right. It's yes, metaphorical sunshine. No, and he'll like hold up his hand. It'll start glowing with this bright Whoa. white light. You are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> High five. No. Put this on away oh, first, oh, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and like when he high fives, he kind of like grabs your hand while he does it, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Grawl, grawl, Judah, I I have a secret." I mean, me too, but I'm not supposed to have them anymore. So, oh, ah, uh, but you said I said it's all right. Sunshine. You said yes, yeah, sir. Right, and it is. It is grawl. It's all sunshine. But here's a secret. And he'll like poke you in the chest really hard. The sun shines in here. <laughs> that is a very good secret. That's, that's a very good that's secret. That's how I do the and he'll like his hand will start glowing again. Right. I understand. I understand completely. That's where the sunshine comes from. Right. Right in here. And I poke him uh right where he pokes me. Mm-hmm. 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 Excellent. Yeah. And they'll sort of kind of drift. After, like, throwing the the blanket around Arbadon, he'll jostle slightly, and Arbadon will just fall over like a fucking oak, and just on his side, <laughs> opposite, <laughs> never breaks stride in terms of the snoring. Yep. And Judah will go... <laughs> And then oh, sort of yeah, settle yeah. down of opposite. Mm -hmm. I'll 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 make sure he's off to sleep and then walk away. It's all sunshine. Where do you head, Crawl? I'm just gonna keep walking around the party. Kind of just like I'm not really stop unless someone stops me, I'm just gonna kind of just like Keep perusing the party, kind of like the person whose house it is, just waiting. Like I'm not gonna shut anything down, but I know that feeling. Yeah, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was literally yeah. just about to say, "Hey, Mike, I know exactly how you know how to uh, role play drunk people so good." <laughs> I may have yep. been the last guy I've, at many a party. I've, <laughs> I've been yeah. the Arbadon at your parties before. <laughs> Yep, I've, and I've broken uh, several things at Max House during parties. <laughs> I've definitely been Sid at those parties. <laughs> I think I've been Sid at those parties too. Sometimes. Oh, uh, we've all been Sid at those parties. Yeah. <laughs> at least once. Um, yeah. 
As you wander around the party, definitely coming down as uh, it's that point in the morning where it's still dark out, but there's a couple of birds who are just being assholes about it and are trying to get that sun to come up a little too early. Oh, I know about those birds. There's one outside my window for like six months. Yeah. You know the birds. You know the birds. But they're starting to make their first uh, songs known. And it says you're kind of walking the perimeter. A lot of people have just passed out on the ground where they kind of fell. More than not, people did not bother trying to make their way to tents. Good. Uh, the amount of empty drinkware scattered about the place is a lot. You will see more than one auger bearer passed out on the ground. I'll say that much. Palafi Stormstaff <laughs> definitely uh, is passed out in a location. Uh, her like staff kind of like wedged into her neck at an awkward angle, but she's going to have a real sore uh, bend in the shoulder when she wakes up, but she's, she's doing fine. Yeah, she's doing great. The most important thing is, is everyone sleeping with a smile? Most people it seems that way. Okay. There are a couple of people who are making soft sounds of terror. Clearly the, Days events before the demons that they fought have left scars. There is no doubt about that. I put a tablecloth on them. There's there's trauma that is being buried, at least for the moment, in strong alcohol. Can my sword eat the trauma? Unfortunately, no. Okay, well, I tried. As you make the the final sweeping passes, you see that uh, Agni Brandbearer is sitting. And at first you think he's asleep, but uh, as you approach, he'll look up at you, the bags under his eyes all the more prevalent. And he is sitting on a bench with uh, Leanne the Learned's head kind of like resting on one of his legs. And he's got his uh, cape thrown over her. And he'll nod at you as you pass by. I give him a thumbs up. And he looks down at his hand as he forms the gesture, but then returns <laughs> it to you. And then I give him a nod and keep walking. The Guardian Guilds definitely went harder than the Jarashir, but the Jarashir definitely let their hair down in some unexpected ways this night. Good. Grawlbash will be remembered in the annals of their histories. Perfect. Whether for good or for ill, who's to say? <laughs> Doesn't really matter. As long as it's written down. That's history, baby. As long as it's in the play, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm grinding that into a religion, dude. That's part of it now. As you are moving through the camp you're widening your perimeter slightly and eventually you see in the soft light of an approaching dawn there's a a low thin strand of smoke rising from just beyond the perimeter of the camp 
and you see uh, a single figure standing there over the slim band of smoke rising from a nearly extinguished fire. Can I guess? It's like from far enough away, can I assume that it's Valor? I mean, he's leaning pretty heavily on a spear, but the outline of his armor is pretty uh, easy to spot. He still wears the infernal spiked plate mail. Yeah. uh, If he's awake, I'll pull up next to him. And he'll turn his head slightly as you approach. He's leaning pretty heavily on the staff, but he's clearly still awake. And he's staring down at a ruined, blackened patch of earth that has been turned over several times. Still smokes ever so slightly. The embers having been buried, but are still very hot. And specifically, he glances back towards a spot in the earth where there is a glimmer of gold and multicolored gems. Sworn I said I picked that up, but okay. You reached into the fire and grabbed it? Well, no, after everything was burned down. Okay. In that I'll just case, leave it there. Uh, it's a magic item, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in that case, yeah, there's no bit of gold in the tilled earth, but there is still uh, low smoke, and Valor would still be standing there regardless. They missed the party. I don't know if you know, but we had a party. <laughs> I heard. Really? That sound like a good party? It sounded like a hoot. Yeah. What did you get up to? <sighs> Made sure it was finished. Got the feeling that it is finished now. Okay. So what are you going to do about it? Well, unless I very much am mistaken, I have a feeling I am about to be called away. I don't know if there is much I can do about it. I'm glad everyone had a good time at the party, though, yeah? Yeah, looks like it. Good. It's very good. Should have been there. I think I might have just, uh, how do you say, uh, dragged things down a little bit. I don't know. That's usually Tears' job, so she might have fought you for that. <laughs> don't tell her I said that. I I won't, Grawl. I won't. But, uh, you look after them, yeah? 
Oh yeah. Especially Camion. They, uh, oh, they're not going anywhere. Well, they might have already. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll find out. They found me a little earlier. They didn't take this very well. I mean, this isn't my favorite thing, I'll be honest. You, you're taking it better than they did, I'll say that much. I mean, I'm still pretty, pretty awake, so I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> I would say you probably shouldn't be here when it happens, but <laughs> what do I know? I mean, it's probably good to let them know who's probably going to come and get you out shortly, you know, stuff like that. And he'll turn to glance at you. I'd rather you didn't say things like that, Grawl. It makes a man nervous. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to happen like in like 20 minutes. I'm just saying like, you know, we'll come up with something. <laughs> just uh, save the valley first, yeah? Already did. There's still whatever going on in Stormhaven. Yeah. Tears is missing God. Mm hmm And I think the old mage has a lot of questions to answer for. Yeah. I think we'll see each other again. I'm not going to lie. Well, but... We will. Just make sure this place is safe first, yeah? Yeah. It's funny, all of you were out there, closing rifts, having adventures. I'm jealous in a weird way. How's that? All I ever wanted to do was be the hero. Be... Like Sid is. Be like you are. Be the one who shows up to save the day. Well, I don't know if you know this, but none of this would have been possible without you. Like, none of it. I don't know about that. I do. Literally everything hinged on you stopping all of it. All of it. I'm sure someone would have figured something out. Maybe. Didn't have to, because you did it. 
I suppose it did. And I suppose someone's going to figure out a way to get you back here. Because Sid can't be the hero the entire time. He can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it all the time. Just you look out for them, yeah? Always. I'll try to come back. I really will. But I don't I don't know what I'm in for down there. I'd say a hell of a time, but I don't think that's really <laughs> um Wow appropriate right now. That's yep. Thank you. It's a hell of a note to go out on, yeah? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not going to die. But I'm not going to be here. Can I ask you one very big favor, Grawl? Yep. I'm all ears. He'll reach into uh, a space between his like lining and his breastplate, and he'll pull out what looks like a sealed letter. And he'll turn and hold it out towards you. Who's the go-to? My father over in Fourth Verge. I'm not going to get a chance to see him in person before this is done. He deserves better, but... Mom has other ideas, I guess. I'll make sure they get it. I would appreciate it. He's a tiefling man, not unlike myself. Just uh, follow the Sound of hammers. Done. And as he hands off the letter, he'll just stare out into the middle distance. Then he'll take a deep breath. And he'll nod as the first bits of stormlight begin creeping into the valley. The ground in front of him begins to churn. You watch as the last embers suddenly flare back up into red-hot coals, and the intense smell of brimstone assaults your nose. Valor will glance towards you as though expecting you to step away from this infernal business that is beginning to crop up. Nah, I've seen some shit, dude. I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. This is cake. 
And he'll okay. nod slightly and turn back and watch as the ground crumbles inward, slowly peeling away a furnace of heat exploding out of it. That sulfur smell threatening to make you gag. And what looks like a stairway leading down into a burning sky above a field of war appears. Each step disconnected from one another, seemingly supported by nothing. And the staircase just stays there, almost inviting in a horrific sort of way. Below, you can see a battlefield that stretches out forever in every direction. Infernal war machines churn the earth. Demons cry, devils shout, explosions rip through the air. Shrieking, flying creatures wheel about the stairs, even as they twist down through the sky. Valor will Valor. stare at those stairs for a long moment. Um, Valor, do you have a... Uh... One of these pulls out his pulls out the pocket watch, and Valor, his eyes still not off of the staircase, will grin his crooked toothed grin and say, "You know, it seems like the world conspired. I was never, I was always not going to have one, right?" Well, Camion just said I should ask for one, but I just never got around to it. Yeah, weird how that works. Well, you don't have to ask for one, and I just chuck it to him. He like scrambles and grabs it. Yeah, graceful, bud. Shield and spear, what do you want from me? Just tuck it in a pocket. Crawl, you're going to need this. That's fine. I've got, like, 15 more of them, right? All we have to do is ask. We don't know that anymore. That doesn't matter. The last time we asked for some, that Rigel guy said he would kill himself to make more. I'll give it a week. Will it even work down there? Worth a shot. I mean, worth a shot. Considering the conversation, dog, and the story you told us about uh, Asmodeus having one. So, like, why not? <laughs> I have a feeling if I don't take this, something very bad is going to happen. So. Yeah, I'll kick your ass and then send you down there. So Right. <laughs> yeah. He'll take a few steps forward. First foot planted on the top stair that is doesn't waver as it takes his weight. And he'll stop there, staring down the heat flowing up from hell. 
glance back towards you. What are you going to tell them? What do you want me to tell them? Tell them I'm a man of my word. Truer words have never been spoken. Tell them I promise I'll see them again. Will do. He takes another step. Two steps, three steps. His legs descending down into the earth, into hell. His chest now, his shield being unslung from his back. He grips it, sort of gritting his teeth as his head is still above the lip of the earthen portal. He casts one last glance back at you. There's a look of genuine fear in his eyes. If I step towards the stairs, what do they do? Nothing. Nothing? Valor, I... I could go down with you. No, just... I think I have a way to get me back out. That's all well and good, but I, where I'm going, I'm staying for a while. I know, but at least I'll know where you're at. This is my trip down. Just... Just tell... You know what? No. Let her be happy, and he'll turn, and he'll tromp down. Go get him, bud. And as soon as his head clears the rim, the earth will begin to boil back outwards, sealing itself. Sulfurous smell disappearing, the hot wind suddenly closed, and as the sun breaks over the storm wall, Valor Frezdange is no longer on the material plane. See you soon. And I think it is there that we're going to end today's episode of Material Components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at matcomrpg, that's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing back from those who needs contact us. I know he's not talking about me because there ain't no way I'm going to be happy about any of this. <laughs> I know he's talking about some other chick. <laughs> um, And even though I am in real life not a chick, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, you can also support my art, on which I post on Twitter a lot, uh, on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis. I think it's just important 
for me to to let everybody know that I am way funner at parties than <laughs> Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. Because I do the same shit, but I also, like, will have fun while doing it. So I'll just drunkenly be like, are you okay? Do you want to go go sleep in a bed? Okay, okay let's go. All right. <laughs> this is nice. Um, I swear, I'm way funner at parties. Um, and also, way more fun, which I'm now realizing is the correct grammar, uh, on Twitter, at CryOutOlivia. Come hang out. Um, yeah, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, I'm I, I tend to be on Instagram more. Just so many fun pictures, lots of dogs, lots of cats, lots of pretty trees. Um, you can find me at the Readamus. Um, yeah, send me all your speculation about who Valor is talking about. My money's on Noel. I think it's probably no. Oh, you know no, what? My oh, yeah. Warlord. Oh my god. Dark horse ship. I love Ooh. it. And she's yeah. living it up. So she is yeah. probably happy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. What lies beyond the outer storm? Could it be that Avernus is somewhere out there? There's a legion of hobgoblins and lizard folk and kobolds all riled up down there just waiting for that dark horse ship. Fucking yeah. Shit yeah. Up. Oh my god. Turns out you could very just good. walk out of hell. You can just walk out. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Uh, technically true, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, if you want to find me on social media, I recommend that you not do that since I'm not there. Um, but you can do uh, everybody here on this podcast a really big favor and rate and review our podcast uh, on whatever platform you are listening to it on. Uh, you can let us know. Uh, what you think of of fun fun episodes like this? Um, it's a really really sweet ending, Mike. It's very it's, you. It's beautiful. So uplifting. Um, I was happy really to be a part uplifting? of it. Yes, <laughs> it I said was. What I said. <laughs> it was. It was sweet. Uh, and yeah, just happy to be a part of it. Um, so if you guys could let us know what you think and review, be that would mean the world us um and uh when you do uh please include the name of an npc in the subject line so we can put that in the podcast um i can't wait to see the fun silly awesome stupid names that um get to make their way into the story <laughs> yes indeed and of course you can find me on twitter at mk gargoni where i am more than happy to talk about all of the ways in which I create characters that I love only to send them to hell. Um, <laughs> truly, this is my this curse. Is a silly place. I mean, it was either going to be him or Judah ending up in the abyss, and I didn't want Judah in the abyss. Um, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't he deserve that. No, no. He He's literally our golden boy. He's a beautiful ray of sunshine. Sunshine's on the lives. inside. Okay. <laughs> Um, and of course you can find our good good friend Omatep who has some explaining to do where the false cherish is concerned uh, because you can find him on Twitter at NPC underscore AN because even though he does not ask questions when people want duplicates of items he is of course an important NPC mm. 
who's listening right now, go berate him on Twitter because yeah, I did seriously. and he <laughs> just just nope didn't even acknowledge. Uh, After all that money, we spent in shop. yeah. <laughs> And apparently, uh, Terror spent a lot more, so he's happy yeah. to take all of our money. Um, thank you all so much for listening. And as always, the world is chaos, so please be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. <laughs>